Good evening, everybody. Welcome to episode 65 of the Spartans in Pajamas podcast. I am the eternal host of this thing until, you know, I die or we give up. Uh, Loz, as always, we have my long-suffering co-host, Dolph. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, we have Star. Hello. We have Bobs. Hiya. And we have the queen of the podcast. Long time uh, since she's been on last, but that's because she's a busy woman. Loz, it's back. Hi. Hey. Nice to see you guys. Let's get this party. Yeah. We missed you. We missed you. I missed you guys. But just so you're aware, I am still working. Yeah. Like, I'm I, here. I also I'm know that you're not stopping for the entirety of the podcast because, you know, you have other things to do still. But it's nice to have you while we can. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. So. Mm-hmm. We'd rather have little bits of Lalit than have no Lalit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, how's everyone getting on this week before we hit topics? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't really complain. If I... Oh, what is that on my biscuits? Biscuit. It's like <laughs> I don't know, like condensation or something um, I don't know why but I feel like that should just be the topic for the, the podcast name already <laughs> what's that on my biscuits <laughs> <laughs> it instantly killed me so that's gotta be <laughs> fucking Molly is on the edge of the bed already literally they're not oh. even open but it's the crackle it's the packet literally not even open and she knows She's been watching me since my cup of tea went down on the desk. Oh, yeah. She knows that there's biscuits involved with tea. Yeah, of course. Of course. She can't have these. They've got raisins in them. Yeah. At least I think it's raisins. <laughs> it's sweet currants. What hasn't got raisins? What are sweet currants? Basically raisins. raisins. Yeah. Yeah, so I figured they're raisins, <laughs> right? <laughs> I was going to be smiling and say currants are sweet. <laughs> but, like... Why are they trying to be posh? Tesco, throw your life out. They're just dehydrated <laughs> grapes, guys. What the fuck are you doing? Ah, <laughs> oh, my biscuit broke. Dehydrated grapes with hazelnut slicing masalas and, and fucking whatever from, from, from fucking M&S. Mm. These, these are not uh, the ordinary dehydrated grapes. These are M&S dehydrated grapes. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. You know, I couldn't get through that this one properly. <laughs> That they do candy floss flavored grapes. It's fucking. What? I don't. Why? I just. <laughs> just don't. That's a thing. Apparently, yeah. They, they, I feel I, like I need to try them. Apparently, they're also doing mm-hmm. wine flavored grapes. No. No way. I'm pretty sure they have. I need to look this up. Which you know, wine is wine flavored <laughs> because of grapes. You might as well just call them grape flavored grapes. <laughs> yeah. God. What's the world coming to? Uh, yeah. What have I started? Grapes. I. Am I am I being insane? I think I'm being insane. I don't think wine flavored grapes exist. They're the best grapes for wine, but. Uh, <laughs> <I don't... laughs> grapes are the best grapes for wine. Like, oh. <laughs> there's literally like a google thing it's like the 25 best grapes for wine and it's like okay uh <laughs> <laughs> who knew there were 25 different types of grape 
Fucking, I don't know. Well, there's, there's candy floss grape. I wonder what wine that would make. I tell you, who probably did know. Do you know that guy on the Ribena advert? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake. That like... guy on the Ribena advert seems like he'd know something like that. <clears throat> A grape connoisseur, as it were. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it just, just reminds me of the uh, the Bachelor's Mushy Peas advert where it's like, do you remember being down on the farm? And he gives the story just to make them cry and split into Mushy Peas. <laughs> but yeah, I can just imagine that with the grapes. Do you know what? One of my favourite adverts was the McCain's chip one where it's like, who do you love more, daddy, daddy or, or chips? chips. Yeah. <laughs> I know that one. One of my old favourite adverts was the old John West Tuna advert with the guy... I just fuck up a bit. Look, an eagle kicks it straight in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great. Uh... <laughs> By the way, if you can't tell, we're all British. Ah, <laughs> oh, I've got to do this. The milk bucket is strong enough, and all of the best is good enough. Creamy milk, the <laughs> bar, the good taste. That's a milky bar. Fun facts: the original milky bar kid hated the taste of white chocolate. Yeah. Mm. Hated it. Did he? Yeah, apparently he didn't he despise it or worse chocolate. That's, that's Fun weird. fact, my laptop won't let me put a password in. Son of a bitch. Uh, so, uh, shall, we, shall we start some topics then? We can indeed. Okay, who has splat jacks? Don't we go for this one, Steve? That'd be me. <laughs> I, um, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. I, um... I do some baking and I was like, oh, I could come flapjacks. And looked up a recipe online, followed it, and I was like, hold on a minute, why are my, why are my flapjacks all not sticking together? And I realised that because you're meant to use like a blender of sorts or some kind of blender together, but I didn't melt the butter and the sugar together first. So you made so, some yeah, really just... runny flapjacks. It's <laughs> like a big, it's like making a blob for a blackjack. That scrap to there, fucking hell. But, what, but was it nice? That does matter. Was, yeah. were, they, were they nice? Were they yeah. kind of? Yeah. I, I mean, they not... wouldn't have been that nice if the butter and the sugar didn't blend properly. Because mm. that's what makes it taste good. Mm. Oh, the butter. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it, it was Dolph's idea to call it splatjacks. Yeah, splatjacks. Because it looked like they've just gone splat in the pan. Mm. Fair enough. It's like when you've gone gone like Gordon Ramsay apeshit back razor, you just kinda of slammed it on the floor. It's like splat. And it is Halloween, so that kind of would would yeah. I, I'd agree with that. They weren't even they weren't even gooey. Well, listen, Are you gonna try again? You know, Gordon Ramsay. It's fucking raw. <laughs> what are you? An idiot sandwich. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> oh. There's some really good fucking uh, Gordon Ramsay jokes. Have you guys seen Uncle Roger? No. Who's Uncle Roger? No. Uncle Roger is this Chinese man, and it's like he's a comedian, and Uncle Roger is like one of his uh, characters. All right. And he essentially just rates videos of people cooking rice (laughs) 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 and it's really funny because he just slates all of these people cooking rice 
But then he's watching Gordon Ramsay, and of course, Gordon Ramsay's doing it right. Mm. And it, so Gordon Ramsay's cooking it in a wok, and this guy's going, Gordon Ramsay's got a wok, right? <laughs> and then Gordon goes, switch over to another wok. And this bloke goes mental. He's like, he's got two woks. Not even Uncle Roger's got two woks. He's a wok fuckboy. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. I'll pop it in the podcast thing. Oh, please. That'd be right funny. <laughs> oh, Nala and um, Bob. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Killer, cute kids videos yes there's a little boy i think he's like two years old and he's baking a cake i'll put it in there like the memes or something it's so cute do it mm. yeah man oh dear i find cooking okay, aussie man I find... reviews i like him as well i find it when i'm cooking rice it's easy enough but whenever i'm cooking pasta it's like i always over portion it's like he's cooking for the whole entire village yeah. I, I eat a shit ton of like spaghetti yes. anyway how much pasta i think i'm cooking and how much pasta i actually end up, ended up cooking you'll get it right one day I'll be getting oh, better. for god's sake that isn't what i wanted to do oh um so while well, you guys saw those like the links out for later on for us to enjoy um let's go to the next topic Anyone want to I'm know not... what 11060 is? Is that someone's no. bar bill? So, uh, we're doing table service. We're doing mm-hmm. um, like contactless payments and all that. Take this round. Yeah. Go to do the contactless. It, it, it does chip and pin. Blah, blah, does it? Yeah, cool. Go back to the till. £110.60. I fucking put in £10.60 well wrong, didn't I? Oh shit! Oh, Lars. So I had to go like to my best mate. He uh, slash boss. He was um, off with his girlfriend because it was her birthday weekend this week. And um, went up to him and said, "Look, I've caught it before too long. I need to get a refund on this, and I'm going to apologise profusely to the guy." Uh, and I went up to him and said, "Look, um, I really messed up when I put the the pricing in. I finger must have slipped, and I put it in." too much i said i'm extremely sorry uh we're gonna refund you the money uh we couldn't get it to go back on his card so we gave it him in cash the hundred pound difference we had a hundred pound cash back basically and the guy took it with a lot of like he thought it was funny in the end he says well at the end of the day you were you were extremely uh honest and you sorted it out straight away so don't worry about it he says to be honest i didn't even check it i just put my pin in so it reminds me of when we had that guy with the the hundred thousand pound bar tab. Oh, the Aussie guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I was just like, "Fuck!" Now I've got and done it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I had to put it in the podcast, you know, because as much as I can take the piss out about about that, it was literally da da da, handed it to him. I thought I'd put it in right. He didn't check it, and uh. There's a lot of similarities here. Yeah. So. It's, it's easily done. Seriously. Mm. I'm not being funny, though. It is the customer's job to check what they are putting their pin in for. So it, at no yeah. point is it ever your fault. Well, it 
technically is both our faults because I should have double checked before I handed him the machine and he should have checked nope. before he uh, did it. Right, don't get me wrong, right? You did make a mistake, but it is 100% always the customer's job to check to before check. they put their pin in because by putting their pin in, they are authorising the transaction. You yeah. just typing something in does nothing. Mm. And you should say to them, can you check the amount before you put your pin in? Well, I'm going to be doing or that just check now. the what amount I... first. But do you not remember? That's what they used to do when um, we first started doing chip and pin. They used to go check the amount, put your pin in. Yeah. I used to yeah. work in a supermarket because I did that all the time. Now it's just like people are just like throwing the card at me before I have even a chance to talk to them half the time. And so... they're just contactless listening. Yeah. Uh, uh. If it had been the contactless thing, I would have caught it because they'd been like, oh, it's not doing it. What? And then I'd have seen yeah. like, oh, shit. Sorry. Let me just cancel that and get it right. But, you know, I must have looked like a right robber to him because I had my fucking face mask on as well because we have to wear them indoors. <laughs> Basically, until there's, the people leave the pub, we're not allowed to demask at all. Mate, I wish I had a robber like you giving me money back. Well, yeah. It was his money, though. It's like I, did, I didn't rob him. That's the I point just, of a robber. I just forced on him his own money <laughs> that he probably didn't want to withdraw. It was, now he's probably just going to spend it on shit. Well, it's either that or if, he, or if he can't spend it, because it was cash we ended up giving him because he it wouldn't go back on his card. Um, <laughs> he's basically got £100, which will probably last him a couple of months because he'll probably struggle to spend it anywhere because most people are wanting or preferring a uh, card over cash. So, mm. yeah, I don't know, but... Yeah, I had him check his money. But even then, he didn't check his money. I said, can you just please double-check your money before uh, I leave, just to make sure it's correct. And you I just go, put it back in your pocket. Yeah. He, just, he just looked at it and went, yeah, it looks right, and put it in his pocket. And I'm like, fuck. Because I had the person who gave me the cash back um, check it to make sure it was all there before they handed it to me. So I checked it, but I got him to double-check it, or wanted him to double-check it. That's up to him. Yeah, so, you know. It, it it was sorted in the end anyway, but fuck, you know, you when you feel like a right twat when you do something like that and you have to then go and do it. Luckily, like the guy wasn't an arsehole and took it on the chin and was very um he was actually impressed by my honesty about it. So I mean the hundred quid wouldn't have gone to you anyway, so what does it matter? No. <coughs> but uh it was such a weird that one you're uh, overthinking again you just need to chill out yeah but not as not as bad as my next topic so uh this was the same day earlier on in the day i i've been getting really stressed out with the whole uh masks and sitting down and table service and all that because it's all more information than my brain can handle sometimes and it it does get on top of me uh, with all this, I'm trying not to like get on top of me, but you know, I'm I'm the classic, as you said, overthinker. I overthink quite a lot of things. Um, oh, I feel so. These two guys in the fifties turn up to the pub. Uh, they come to the doorway, <coughs> and they haven't got masks on. So I'm like, gents, could you please put your masks on while you're inside, please? And the one who was closest to me was like, "What to go and sit down?" I says, "Masks have to be on while you're not sat at a table." 
basically you've got to have them on until you sat at a table and that's the only time you can take a mask off in the building and he turned around and goes oh i didn't bring a mask in fact we didn't bring masks and i'm i was just like uh and they just turned around and walked back out and went well we'll try somewhere else no good luck with that (laughs) (laughs) and i was just like what fucking rock did these two come from what fucking rock or bomb shelter did they crawl out of that they think they could get a drink somewhere without a mask it it blew me away my my mind was blown in that instance because it's just like they're going to get asked everywhere they go you'd think so I mean Star found a um, comment on Facebook the other day about a woman bitching and moaning the fact that she has to come into a to a pub or restaurant wearing a mask and sit down then take it off she just says she doesn't see the fucking point like it's stupid it's just you know it's just just there's no there's no logic behind it that she doesn't want to wear a mask to enter just to take it off again to sit down but what about those staff who have to wear the wear their face coverings All for the whole the time. time yeah like, um, supermarket staff now have got, have got to kind of do it now. We've got restaurant staff, bar staff, yeah. you know, all got to wear masks constantly. I don't think the, she understands that it's limiting possible contagion vectors. Ooh, words. Big words. Um, yeah, it's basically stopping the spread, potential spread. Because if you walk in and you don't have a mask on and you have it and you cough or sneeze or shout near somebody you're potentially going to hand that off to whoever's near you but if you grow a mask on that reduces the fact because it's basically like uh, a barrier that the your breath and your spit and all that that can carry the the virus has to yes. go through first so it basically limits the range that it can happen and i don't think people understand this that it's not just for you it's for everyone around you as well it's like when people get up and try and, and come to the bar and say, can we have some more drinks at that table? It's like, wave. We've told you to wave at us. Don't get up. We'll come to you. Just wave. There's always somebody walking around just to go, excuse me, and we'll come to you. Or use the app if you're tech savvy. But... I mean, at my place, we have... Um, well, I'm, I'm always on the bar for dispensing drinks. So I'd always have one... We always have two waiters on, one one side of the bar, one for the other side of the bar, because you have a, a sports zone and a restaurant zone. Right. I'm always dispensing drinks, and anyone who orders through the app also comes through the always comes through the bar, the bar printer, so I dispense those as well. Then you've got one person running food. So there's always four of us on at any one point, not including the chef. Two doing waiter service as needed, one running the food, and me just dispensing drinks. And if this dispensers are getting a bit overwhelmed, then I'll go out and dispense as well. But I have to put my gloves on, and I always have my, my um, face mask on. Yeah. Because I, people says someone 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 wants to drink says why why are you anyone wearing gloves? This is because because I'm handling glasses constantly and I'm taking glasses back from t- off off the bar from tables. I'm I'm high contact risk, so I have to have gloves on because I'm picking up different glasses constantly and I have to have have, to have the gloves on. Yeah. It not only protects me, it protects you. Because every now and then I'll just wash over the. Uh, the gloves with um, an alcohol wipe just to keep them clean. Hmm. 
It just it's it's weird how people don't understand this, and we're what ten months in since it started. It's it might have been slow start, and we didn't actually go lockdown while March, but we've been ten months doing this in some form or another. How are people so oblivious to it still? Because they don't want to believe it's real. Well, yeah. Oh, it. Mm, yeah. It's not still a, a government conspiracy and they're doing it to control us. It doesn't... I mean, that's not entirely it. Like, some of them it is, I get that. But mostly, people are just pissed off. Right? Yeah. They, yeah, are, they are fed up and they're depressed and they just want to be able to live their lives the way they used to. Right? And you know what? I get it. But at the same time... Like, put your fucking mask on or we'll never get out of this. Exactly. Like, like it's not difficult. No. Right? If you don't like wearing a mask, have your friends over. Six of you in a house, done. Right? If there's already six of you in a house, fuck off. Oh, d that pisses me off. Something I need to add as well. So, across the road from my parents, uh, there was a house party on Saturday night. I observed at least 13 people in that fucking house. And it could off. have been up to 30. Uh, well, we thought next door was going to. But we've talked to the landlord, because the landlord is um, like somebody who comes in the pub. And, oh boy, uh, it, the fact that it pissed off the people who live in the pub as well. <laughs> He's got at least two barrels worth of shit thrown at him on Monday when uh, they saw them. So, oh dear. But um, it's just yeah. the whole thing's ridiculous. It is. It, it Let's don't... move on because it's annoying me now. So, uh, ring, you know, ring the people who make like the doorbells with. The I really want ringing. one. So, uh, they are bringing out something next year, in addition to the the cameras on the internals and externals and the the vibration sensors and shit like that. It is a drone. A drone. It will fly around inside your house and patrol. Uh, mm. The camera only works while the drone is in flight. You can even like log into the drone from a remote location and have it fly around if you're not sure. Or if there's ever anything go off. Oh, can't help but feel this will be a very, very bad investment if you have cats. Uh, yeah. Yeah, probably. Any, any sort of pet, I imagine it's going to be Battered out even, the sky. Even, even some dogs go absolutely ballistic little ape shit and fucking flying things. Hmm. I mean, if like you're like me, we don't have pets, then yeah, that's probably going to be. I mean, my, my uh, youngies are fucking ape shit flies. Try and bite them out of the air. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm just looking for the yeah, article with this. Uh... The snails aren't bothered by flying objects, but of course the cat is. <laughs> so, um,. It's going to retail at about $250. You can actually path it as well. So you can say, uh, if you just want it to like patrol downstairs, for instance, and not fly upstairs, you can have it basically uh, pick its path and make it fly around a certain um, thing. And you can ask it to go to certain viewpoints, like your kitchen and bedroom. Uh, it says it can be flied on demand or programmed to fly when a disturbance is detected. Uh, it says the, cha uh, the camera box 
uh, the charging dock blocks the camera's view, and the camera only records when it is in flight. And it makes an audible noise when flying, so it's obvious that footage has been recorded. So that's good. You're not going to get any perverts bloody flying this round. Uh, I, I, like dawn at the middle of the night trying to fucking get you in your underwear sort of thing. Uh, Ring says the camera can be used for simple things like checking if they've left the iron on or they've left a window open or if the door's locked. Uh, and it also has obstacle avoidance technology. <laughs> so that was it won't just crash into things. Um, and it's got like... like yeah, like, I don't know if it's really good with pets. But also, but how nah, would Molly you be able to mad. tell if your door's locked? Like, surely you can see if the door's closed, but it'll not be able to say, yes, I've tried the door handle, it's definitely locked. Mm. That, that's the thing. I think it's like a peace of mind. You're like, oh, the door's closed. And you feel like your or keys are I, still or, in the back door. You're like, fuck, I left it open. Or, or did I leave the oven on? Yeah. There's the smoke coming out of yeah. the fucking oven. I'm not being funny. You've left the oven on, but how are you going to get home to actually turn it off if you work like half we, an hour away? By the time you get there, your house is going to bed down. We have literally been living our lives with electronics and ovens and doors for the last, what, 200 years? <laughs> At least. Without drones. It's just another load of shit you to spend your money on that they're going to try and convince us we need <laughs> when we don't if you're worried you've left your door unlocked phone your neighbor or go home fuck off hmm. that's where i'm at like because you know for a fact this thing will retail at like two three hundred quid straight yeah. off well, well they said 250 was going to be the uh what they reckon it's going to cost it's still too much though oh yeah definitely. like it, uh, and this right. way, I'll take out 9,000 over to one it, of my hands. It's these tech-savvy millionaires that are going to have these in every room in the fucking house. Enjoy your life then, mate. Thing. You enjoy your life with your drone, right? My house is not big enough for a drone. It'll get stuck. Yeah. I closed doors like, at night so the fucking thing wouldn't get upstairs anyway if it was going to patrol. How would it, how, how would it pathfind anyway? Because GPS isn't exactly that accurate. I imagine no. you would give it a test flight. So you you probably have it in your hand and then click it in like pathing mode. Pretend it round the fucking house. The chances are there is an app that comes with it. You have to put in a like floor plan of your house and you have to tell it where you want it to go. No, I think the better one would be the Just carry Yeah, I like that idea better. Yeah. The stairs, the bedroom, and down here is the kitchen. That would, I think that would be the funnier one. And of course, yours is exactly what it'll be, but... I'm not even sure how that would stop anyone burgling you, though. Well, you've just because... Yeah. yeah, you've just recorded them. That's all you've done. Although, like, just, um, I can but, grab the drone and walk off with it. But not that's even the... that... If they're clever. Right, all you would have to do is, just like with cameras, you guys do it on GTA, is work out the pattern through a window. Mm-hmm. And just enter before it goes into whatever room you're entering through, and then knock it down without it seeing you. I, I feel like we should put this. Wait, on it's a... got obstacle avoidance. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like we should put this one on a uh, an like a later date sort of thing, and actually see a video of it's... it in action and see if it is actually yeah, well... a pile of shit or not. Load of shit. 
But, uh, Let's move on. Yeah, so next one, Dolph, this one you posted in. Yeah, um, apparently there's some uh, brothers from Blackburn who have bought Asda's from Walmart for £6.8 billion. Wow. It, put, it puts um, Asda ownership firmly back in the hand of the British, well, with a majority ownership. <laughs> That's really fucking good, actually. Because I know it's it got bought out... Yes, 20 years, and it's Fucking back in Britain. Yeah, it might yes. be good, but like Asda's really struggling at the minute. It yeah. has not coped well with the pandemic, which is why they've sold it off. Like, they're not doing very well. Like, Tesco is outdoing them in absolutely everything, right? Morrison's is starting to outdo Asda in absolutely everything. Like, they just can't compete. They're shit. I think it's, it's mainly due to the fact that, uh, like, for us, our local Asda is fucking miles away from the town centre or anywhere really decent. Yeah. Whereas as Morrison's in a small. high population centre, there's at least 15 Tesco's around town. It's a lot easier to get to, um, like, a Tesco or a Morrison's than it is to get to an Asda because they don't seem to have that footing that the others do. So, of course, they're going to struggle. And I know they used I mean, to be... it's not just that. Like, um, our Asda, okay, it's not the easiest to get to, but neither is our Tesco's. Yeah. Um, but it's fairly big, but the shelves are always empty. Right? They've never got anything. And throughout the whole pandemic, I was trying to go to Asda, but there was never anything there. And I switched to Tesco. And I've shopped at Asda my entire adult life. Yeah. And I switched to Tesco during the pandemic because I knew if I went and queued up at Tesco, I'd get exactly what I wanted. Well, was it when I lived in Grimsby when I was with the ex-wife and we were living down there when the boy was still a baby? Um, the Asda near us was like amazing, just for like all the shit you get. You get Yorkie cookies from there as well; they were fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they still do those. Yeah, well, I wouldn't know because like our nearest Asda is like. Don't get me wrong, I love Asda food, but they just don't cope well with anything. No. In, in my little town, we have a Tesco's, a Sainsbury's, an Audi, a Lidl, and a, and a Asda's. We have all of them in our town. Yeah, we've got all those too. But it's just our... that's, that's the other thing I think that's doing them is Aldi's and Lidl. Yeah, they can do it because they have. Cheaper. Lidl's been in my town, yeah. what, about a year now? Is that? More than that. About a year and a half or so. I mean, we've had Audi in our town for quite a while. Uh, Lidl's always been, like, competitively cheap, though. And they don't sell <laughs> shit, really. They sell decent stuff. Or if they do sell uh, alternate brands, they're usually, like, a foreign alternate brand to stuff we already have. Anyway. That's because Audi and Lidl are German. Yeah. They just seem to be able to do it a lot better, though, than, like, our own fucking companies, some of them. But that's but because these companies are European-wide. Yeah. But true, Vitara is always better to buy own brand or cheaper brands than the well-known la- la- name brands because mm. it's just just as good, if not better. Not always. Not always. No, well, you actually. can't say always. Like your Tesco's own brand um, butter and milk and stuff like that is exactly the same as the Asda's own brand because they're made by the same company. They're yeah. made by Arla. It's just the different labels and the different pricing that they put on things like that. Um, 
but then yeah, so you say that are better. Like um, I would always buy Flora over the own brand stuff because it tastes better. Yeah, Um, but that's not that's not made by the same company. Um. Well, would you do like a a taste test of because I'll make uh, what do they make? They make clover. Yeah. So if you got clover and then Tesco own brand butter, would they taste the same? I mean, similar. Mm. But clover's cheap anyway. Yeah, it is. It's like with painkillers as well in ibuprofen. It's always, I always get the um, the Asda's own brand because it's like in miles cheaper. Mm-hmm. It still has the same stuff in it. It's just a bit chalkier, that's all. It's not just that. It's just it has the um, the ingredients are slightly different to ibuprofen, like Nurofen. It's the same ingredients in just different quantities, but it still does what it does. Yeah. I mean, I've got to pay 69 pence for a pack of 16 and then three twenty nine for a pack of 16. Mm-hmm. You don't even get 16 in the Neurofin, for fuck's sake. Was it 8 now, isn't it? It's ridiculous, is what it is. Mm. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> shall we move on to the next one? So, we got Halloween coming around the corner, right? Yep. So, it's rumoured, it's rumoured, and I'm not sure if it's true, but uh, Poundland's going to be selling Ouija boards. I think they might be. I've heard that a few times. Ooh. I wasn't sure as well. I found it as only rumored. Did you think, Bob, yeah. you could? Because I know you're a big like into that the goth life and the the occult and stuff like that. Do you think you could confirm this for the next podcast? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can certainly find that out. I I personally would never buy a child a Ouija board, even oh, though they are just a toy. Have you seen, by the way, the the TikTok of the dad with the 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 kids upstairs with the Ouija board? I need to find yeah. it. Basically, he goes to a circuit breaker, and it's like, oh, my daughter's upstairs with her friends playing with a Ouija board. He goes to a circuit breaker to the upstairs, flicks it off, they all start screaming, and they just, he just goes to town with the switch, flicking it on and off. Yeah. Scaring the living <laughs> exactly. shit out they, of them. The problem is, with kids, if you give them a Ouija board, they don't know how to use it properly. Hmm. I know that sounds ridiculous, because historically, it is just a toy. But now it's not. So if they were to do something and it did let something out, you're fucked. Yeah. I know not everybody believes in that shit, but <laughs> well, you I wouldn't want to mess with it just in case. Exactly, yeah. Not worth the risk. Exactly. Like, and I certainly wouldn't buy one for a five-year-old kid. So slightly on top of it, but do you remember the um, guy who did the video of... Um, uh, the, the, the pregnant mean thing. Can my girlfriend get pregnant? Pre- pregnant. Or... Oh, Pre- pregnant. He's like, um, how do I use a Luigi board? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need to find them and link them because they are brilliant. It's just uh, Google answers, but just typed wrong. Uh, yeah. Help, my girlfriend you... is progent. <laughs> pregnant? <laughs> how do I get my girlfriend pregnant? <laughs> yeah. I love that. Oh, the one where it's like, oh, my sister's pregnant. I can't wait to find out if I'm an aunt or uncle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, nice one. People can be so stupid. And we still never found out the gender reveal that caused the, the, the California fires, by the way. We never found out what it was still. Lists of things are unexplained. Sorry. Yeah, Star Wars are good. Go on. <laughs> 
there's a really cute there's another cute video that I found that it's about um this kid's this kid's talking about like relatives like saying don't um don't um have this person over and if you have food don't eat from her or something like that. Again, I'll put it in the memes. Hmm. I've I've been watching a lot of um Beyond Scared Straight, which is amazing. So it's basically American teenagers they get sent to a prison for the day or the weekend to see what it would be like to be an actual prison. And some of the stuff they actually get away with, I don't know how. I d like, where do they get the money from? To smoke weed seven days a week, 365 days a year, like twice a day. They have rich daddy and mummy, don't they? Obviously. No, but that's just it. Half of them don't. You're like, they steal. How? how? They steal. Yeah, they probably need They just... Them. Fucking nuts! Like, yeah. If if an inmate gets in my face, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. And then as soon as they get in there, they're like, "Oh my god! I don't want to go in there. They're gonna hurt me." Like, <laughs> <laughs> really? I love the the turnaround on people like that. But uh, I think like for probably for New Year's 2021, the first podcast we do, we should have. Uh, a list of things we don't know the answer to and see if we can find them. So we've got Fallout 76 guy. Um, we've got the the fucking ring alarm. Um, um. Is it any good? Uh, and we also have uh, the fucking what we just talked about. The oh, fuck. <laughs> it's had a massive break. Uh, the, oh. gen the gender, well, the gender reveal, reveal with the fires. One. Yes. What what was the kid that caused the fires? And will he be called or she be called Ember? Fucking Ember. Because <laughs> you know they're going to have some fucking shit like that. You know it. Um. So just those three? Yeah, for now. All right, then. We, we, we might have more. I need to like have a think. Me and Dolph are like... Yeah, well... Think about it. Because I yeah, can't well, remember. This is... What happened to the man with the shed on his head? <laughs> oh, shed head guy. I forgot about that. Oh what happened God. to him? Googling now. Were, were you here with shed head guy? Lala, when the, I was. The... Oh, it's fucking great. 15th of July, 2020. Man who wears a shed on his head says, leave me alone. <laughs> when I go to... <laughs> well... Does he still wear the shed on his head? Has it burnt down? Is, is he like to his hair yet? <laughs> exactly. What has happened to Shedhead? We need these answers. These these are the topics we need, people. Oh, don't. <laughs> if you know Shedhead, please tell us what has happened to him. We want to know. Oh. I'm literally looking it up. Well, while you look that up, should we move on to the next topic while we uh, go? Because we are getting a little bit off track yeah. here. Uh, so next one I think is also another one from you, Dolph. You seem to have chucked a load in tonight, which is cool. Yeah, um, some African grey parrots on my UK safari park were removed from the enclosure because of their colourful language. I saw this, they taught each uh, other to swear. Uh, basically, the, these African grey parrots have, um, taught each other to swear, I saw that. And when the staff members were laughing what they were doing, they actually started laughing too. So when the birds were swearing... The other ones would laugh at them. The other birth would laugh at the other birth, I swear. Jeez. Parrots, it's so bad. It was in Lincolnshire, England. 
Nice. Okay, uh, the foul language made staff members laugh, which encouraged the birds to keep going on with their naughty words. The yeah. parents started with great swear words and laughed and would start laughing at their own obscenities. <laughs> it's like when you say something to a little kid and they don't listen, and then you tell them you're a little fuckwit, and then they walk around calling everybody little fuckwits, and you're like... It's like when you hear your kids swear for the first time, and like, you know, it's you know it's wrong, but it's also insanely funny. Can't help it. Like the like, I've told everyone. uh, Well, I've told the boy. If everyone ever asks him what his first words are, it was dad or daddy. I think. I think. I think. Such lies. You know what his actual first words were? You fucker. No, he said fuck off. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's close. So close. I, I, think, was... I, think my, I think my first swear word was bollocks. <laughs> nice. But yeah, he was messing with um, some energy saving light bulbs next to the TV at my uh, ex mum in laws. And she said, Do I have to get your granddad to you tell you off? And he just turned around, scowled at her, and went, Uck off. <laughs> <laughs> I pissed myself laughing so fucking hard. And I'm just like, that's wrong. It's fucking funny, but, but it's funny. wrong. He was he was not even a year old at that point. So but he, he used he it in no the right context. context as well. Oh no, it was so good. It was so good. I wish I'd that re- right. It. This literally reminds me of the time that we um get we're getting a new washing machine, and Clara was she must have been about four or five, and she goes, hey, "Is the new washing machine coming today, Nanny?" And my mum goes, no, not till Saturday. And she replies, well, that's a bit shit, isn't it? <laughs> and fuck me, right? <laughs> my mum's looking at me and I'm dying. Right? I'm, like, I can't, I'm like, I can't tell her off, mum. If you need her telling off, you're going to have to do it. Because like, they're in the kitchen. I'm in the living room just looking at them, dying. Like, <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's great. Literally, they use it so perfectly. Like... It's the appropriate response as well. It's the appropriate response as well. And I was like, yes, babe. <laughs> it's a little bit, yeah. Yeah, because we can't do any washings. <laughs> well, I'm going to say the boys allowed appropriate swearing. As long as it's in context and it's not just for the sake of it, I'll allow it. But if I feel he's using it too much, I will rein him in. So going back to the Afghan Grey Parrots, um, they basically took the parrots out of the enclosure, off to an off-site enclosure to make them... Not swear. They're going to deprogram them. Put them like a de- like a like a re- like a rehab for parrots. Yeah. But what they're going to do is they're going to Polly wants a cracker. Polly wants but... a cracker. <laughs> Just fucking that swirly black and white spinny hypnotism thing. Polly wants a cracker. Polly wants the a cracker. Hypnotoad. <laughs> they said they will release the parrots back in back to the proper closures, but separately, so they don't. All swear at once and bomb, uh, have all the um, swearers blasting at once. So currently, they're in the shoe, not allowed in general population. Well, they're in rehab currently, <laughs> from what I understand. <laughs> they've been deprogrammed. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, right, so, shedhead guy. Yeah, go on. In July, he did an interview um, on a podcast. 
right? There is an actual friggin' podcast with him on. And apparently in this podcast, he maintains that the shed is actually his head. Right. Right. Yeah. And he's just like, I just want everyone to leave me alone so I can buy my wonky mushrooms in peace. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Literally. It's trash newspaper but the link to the podcast is at the bottom oh great i i feel like i need to find just a clip of him saying that the shed is my head and just play the on shed the is my head yeah. uh, apparently literally so it's somewhere near the bottom um he says uh a small lump began to grow on the apex of his roof when he was 13 that developed into a chimney and he began to get a glossy coat on the exterior of the shed, which just happens with a shed's journey into adulthood. I, I feel like it's, you know, when you've got like a guy who like role plays Santa so hard, you can't tell if he's being serious or not. I, I feel like this guy either has some kind of psychotic break or he is just playing the part so fucking well. You think he's had one. He insisted... <laughs> That the shed is actually his head, that both of his parents are sheds, and the structure grew naturally as part of his body. Oh, for fuck's sake. But he just wants to be left alone to buy his wonky mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. I, so, I feel like I, I think need it's to safe make to it say. Clear. I'm quoting, right? I feel like I need to make it clear. I'm not just some kind of attention seeker trying to live out some weird alternate re- reality, he said. This is my life. He, he he physically identifies as a shed head. <laughs> he literally identifies. How did you put that on a form? Male, female. Other shed head. Shed head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, other, please specify shed head. My okay, so we can either have what's on my biscuit or gender uh, shed head as the podcast topic so far. We'll, we'll... I think. I'm happy. Um, on my biscuit. I think biscuit is safer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Don't want to offend anybody uh, with the podcast title. Yeah, we don't want other shedheads no. to be uh, no. feeling like they are being <laughs> minor, uh, my minor. Mar- yes, that one. Marginalised. That's it. Mar- I knew it was that. I knew it was that. I, would, I was. I wanted to say the same as Dolph, minoritized, and I knew that was wrong. Marginalised. Marginalised. <laughs> Look, you know I can't words. I want a t-shirt making that very clear that I can't words. But, you know, I can't art oh, no. either. It reminds me of a shirt my old manager used to wear around on a Saturday. It says, it was, he, says he had on it saying, I can't spell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like, like that. Oh, no, I just, I just realised what the t-shirt should be. Can't I can't words on the front, on the back, can't art either. And it'd just be the shittiest, wankiest drawing, like mm-hmm. art style ever for the t-shirt you're so funny man oh, that could be funnier <laughs> uh speaking of it's not funny this next topic this one's a bit of a bugger uh eddie van halen has passed away um pretty much yesterday was when it happened there was another uh singer song guy as well yeah johnny nash i think it was <laughs> Yeah, it was Johnny Nash. Well done for missing out that a bit, Jerry. 
Fucking hell. Well, Spark put, wasn't it? Johnny Nash. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Uh, but Loz was just like, <laughs> that singer-songwriter guy. I don't know. That... I'm sure we'll appreciate that. Uh, he probably <laughs> did some singing and maybe wrote a few songs in the shower. I mean, he did both, yeah. Yeah, so. He was the guy that did, I can see clearly now oh, that the guy. rain has gone. Fuck. That guy. Oh, that sucks. That's a good I song, that is. All the obstacles she puts in my way. <laughs> That's it. Say it down. Well, if there is an afterlife, there are definitely some people rocking the fuck out now to Van Halen definitely. and uh, Johnny Nash. And maybe jumping as well. Yeah. Right. I know this is a sad topic, but following this on BBC News this morning, they had a... <laughs> fucking news story about a guy who used to be a but a royal butler and he got laid off and nobody would give him a job so he stood in leeds train station handing out cvs and got a job right they literally not only interviewed him they interviewed his new boss right literally 10 minutes of my life i wasted this morning <laughs> watching this news segment <laughs> so i How's this news, guys? Like, <laughs> why do I care? On the lighter side, since we have fuck all news because everyone's living indoors these days, this guy. Um, I walked off at that point and my <laughs> mum went, it didn't get any better, right? Because apparently the news story after it was just as shit. <laughs> I was just like, do you know why what... is this news, guys? <laughs> do you know what makes me like really annoyed about the like social distancing and interviewing people? Um, sometimes they've got people with masks on and they'll interview them with masks and the two meters away, arms length sort of thing. Then other times they've got the microphone on a fucking big fuck off stick <laughs> and they're doing it and the guy doesn't have a mask on. It's like, well, fucking pick a lane with that. <laughs> Are you going to have the big stick for everything or can you not be fucked? And you just go, no, I'm going to do it with the, the masks on. Because I feel like one or the other because you're giving mixed messages out. I suppose it depends how much room they've got. <laughs> no, but there was like the, like athletics, for instance. All of them, literally, they just finished running. They've got masks on doing the interviews and they're wheezing like fucking 50 a day like smokers because they literally cannot fucking breathe properly. They've just run their fucking, like, respective genitals off. And now they're having to talk to somebody wearing something obscuring when all they want to do is take some nice, big, deep, unobscured breaths for a couple of minutes. It Hold was on. ridiculous. Hold on. Run their... Res <laughs> I can't. Their respective genitals off. Well, yeah. Tits are... Dick you whatever. are so funny. I have been gender inclusive, and if you have other gender, then that gender specific gender or whatever, go go for it. Oh, Super Drag is singing the song of my people right now. <laughs> what? I just got an email saying that Volta Roll is buy one get one off price. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> for all of us old people, you need some Volta Roll. Get in. Nice. <laughs> uh, so next one uh, this is also Dolph yeah um, a driver was given a ticket after reading a rude note to a parking warden in Brisbane Australia <laughs> I mean he kind of deserved it yeah. didn't he yeah um, let's, 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 let's find the link um, okay uh, 
A driver left an angry note in their windscreen asking them to not be given another fine. Returned to their car to find a parking ticket had been added to their window display. <laughs> I mean, uh, if you're no- be, uh, in somewhere yeah. you shouldn't park, you're yeah. going to get a fine, guys. Uh, the note read, uh, I'm going to quote here, Dear Mr. Parking Inspector, Please don't put another $100 parking fine on my car, as it's not my financial responsibility if I'm if Brisbane Council have technical problems. I am a resident in this shithole street. <laughs> you might feel good not being an arsehole today. Kind regard, Cal. Wow. Rude. But they added money on because of the note? <laughs> yeah, it worked out about uh, £55 in British money. So that would be about... I'd like to say about $80 for America-ish, kind of, maybe. Well, still, just don't be a prick. Like, I'm not being funny. If you know you are not allowed to park there, don't park there. Take it up with the council if it's an issue. Hmm. Like, not the parking inspector's problem. No, it's it's like with us when they have a go at us about the, the masks and shit. We're not making the rules. We just have to enforce them mm-hmm. to the best of our abilities. When that's literally me at school. Oh. When they're having a go at me about a school rule, I go, "Don't make the rules. I just enforce them." That's literally my go-to line. I do not yeah. make the rules. I just enforce them because I don't necessarily agree with all the rules. Hmm. But it's not my job to agree with the rules. It's my job to enforce it. Well, I think me and Dolph don't Mid- agree with the early closings for the pubs, but we have to do but we it. Have to... Yeah. Image of the note and the ticket placed under the windscreen wipers was shared on Reddit, where people <laughs> spotted the ticket appear to be given for overstaying the maximum time permitted, so he'd been there too long. So... Well, fuck him then. He, he... Whether the, whether the um, parking, instru- parking, um, parking dude was being an arse or not is kind of mute at this point. His parking ticket was given because it, he was there over time. Regardless of whether he was being a prick or not. And yep. he can't really think it because he came back to the car and it, it was even stated on the thing that he'd been there too long. So it's like, well, you were there too long. It doesn't matter if you wrote this snarky twatty comment. Um, if anything, I think his probably finding was not harsh enough. But then again, he can only give you a set fine. If he probably went and appealed it, they probably would actually give him a bigger fine, and I hope they would. Because don't be a dick, basically. Yeah, basically. That's motto of life: just don't be a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's a good. Uh, that's a good fucking. Uh, Slip on. Oh, Segu for the next Phrasing. fucking thing. Um, Slide this- on. Oh god, this one is mine, and if you are of weak disposition or feeling a bit sick about this i advise you to probably stop eating if you are listening to a podcast while we're eating uh police have confiscated 345,000 recycled condoms in vietnam dusty i'm not being funny how do you even get that many like i I don't know but But, uh... there's 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 a few ways (laughs) yeah one way is Less likely than the other. So I've got an article from the Guardian, uh, dot com here. Now I'll, I'll read through it and we can uh, snark on it like we did with the Bull Seaman Factory. I feel this is our 2020 Bull Seaman Factory story, guys and girls. So get ready, <laughs> get ready for the innuendos and fucking. Right, jokes. I need it. I need it in front of me if you want this. 
Uh, I will link you. Uh, one second. Let's do. We still have our jizz shield defense card, though. That's the problem. I mean, this is like second-hand <laughs> anti-jizz shield at this point. This is a used anti-jizz shield. I put in defense mode. I mean, I feel like. So, <clears throat> the the actual image as well is is just disturbing as well. So the thing is, they're not used by the looks of it. The ones in the image. Well, I, I can tell you why uh, they don't look used uh, during the the reading of this. So no, but that's that's not a photo of what was found. Uh, the number of used condoms already sold is unclear. That's the photograph doesn't yeah it doesn't really give you a. A it's thing. just it's just to go with it. So, guys and girls, yeah. are we ready to delve fist first into this fucking thing? Uh, I mean, as long as you wear protection. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, well... You're going elbow deep, though. So, police in Vietnam have confiscated an estimated uh, 345,000 used condoms, which had been cleaned and resold as new, state uh, media reported. Footage by state-owned Vietnam television, VTV, this week showed dozens of large bags containing the used contraceptives scattered across the floor of a warehouse in southern province in... They're not just reused, they're floor condoms. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but they're from Bin Dong. <laughs> if I've read that right, it's from Bin Dong. <laughs> uh, I'd probably say that's Duong, maybe. But... Bin, Bin yeah, Duong. Duong. Bin... Duong, Duong, probably. Where did you get your condoms from, from Bin? You can go from the bin. <laughs> uh, police said that the bags weighed over 360 kilograms, or 794 pounds, equivalent to around 345,000 uh, 345, condoms. I love, I what? love that someone has literally <laughs> sat there and done that math. Guys, <laughs> yeah. like, so an average condom weighs this. Right. This, this bloke weighs... comes home. This bloke comes home, right? His wife's like, "How was work today, babe?" <laughs> and he's like, "Calculated how many condoms there were in these bags." <laughs> it's like, or, or he's like there the day before. It's like, "Honey, yeah, uh, can you fish me a condom out before I go to work? Why? I, I need it for work. Don't worry, I'm not cheating on you. Honey, put the knife down." I, I no, swear. he rings her up. He rings her up. He's like, "You know, them condoms in the drawer." Yeah. You could put one on the bathroom scales. Yeah. <laughs> can, can you weigh that for me? <laughs> <laughs> so, carrying on, the owner of the warehouse said they received a monthly input of uh, used condoms from an unknown person. A woman detained during the operation told police <laughs> the used condoms were first boiled in water and then dried and reshaped on a wooden phallus or a dildo before being repackaged and resold. Uh, VTV says it was not clear how many recycled condoms have already been sold. The same woman said she received uh, 17 cents or 13 pence for every kilogram of recycled condoms she produced. Neither she or the owner of the warehouse were available for comment. I'm not, I'm not being funny, right? A monthly input of used condoms from an unknown person. This just gets better and better, doesn't it? Like, so not only are they used condoms that they're cleaning and reselling, they're from an unknown source. 
I, they boiled and dried them, though. That's what made me... That's blown my mind. <laughs> You're slightly sick right now. <laughs> I told you, if you've got a nervous disposition, this is this is one of those but, topics. My, I don't have a nervous disposition, but I feel slightly sick and violent. Do you want to know right what now? my brain is doing my, right now? My brain is going, I wonder if they hung them up on washing lines to dry them. <laughs> <laughs> He's just got like a line of condoms just gently just flapping a line in of... the breeze. <laughs> because otherwise they'd have to, what, get a hairdryer? Like, could you imagine a woman just sitting there with a condom and a hairdryer? Like... I imagine some of them would get bored, stick it over the end and fire them off like a fucking... Uh... <laughs> Like a yeah. <laughs> I think it says a lot about me that I was thinking about condoms or washing lines. <laughs> it's like, oh, which way's the wind blowing today? Well, let's look at the condom reshapers. Oh, yeah, it's northeasterly. <laughs> Don't stand that way. You might get residue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for someone who just did the math, uh, 360 kilos of condoms at 13 pence per kilo would have only got about 28 quid so yeah yeah but that's a lot in vietnam yeah that that's probably <laughs> are we talking um well, what's 28 villa? quid in, in well, vietnamese or... dong <laughs> it's vietnamese dong i'm pretty sure i know it is. it is 38 did you v say v vietnamese dong from condoms found in southern bin duong yeah. right so it's I can't even right so that quid. So right, so it's pounds. it's one million one hundred and thirty eight thousand mm. seven hundred and twenty eight point four six Vietnamese dong. Fuck oh. me. So but what does like ten Vietnamese dong get you? How much do dong how far does your dong go? How can you how far Phrasing. can you spread your dong? <laughs> Fucking phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I am doing a Google. What's a sandwich worth in dong? Right, so a loaf of bread is eighteen thousand. So she earned what? Just over a million, did you say? Mm-hmm. So a pack of cigarettes is twenty-five thousand. Um, that's what forty right, so pack of nights. It's not enough for monthly rent in a city centre for a three-bedroom apartment because that's twenty to thirty million. So her dong didn't go very far at all. I mean, far enough to feed your family for a month. Still, <laughs> you'd have thought with all that work, her dong would have gone further. I mean, actually, look, you're saying this, you're saying this, but the only work she really did was packing them, right? Because think about it, you would boil loads together. Yeah. You would then hang them up together. So the only real work is chucking them like it would be like a factory in you know you see like the sweatshops where they do it on like conveyor belts. Um so or um have you ever seen a video of um like a uh, a dildo factory? You... Oh yeah that's that's fucking weird. Loads yeah of like I've, I've seen fair, I've seen a few um documentaries of um uh, how it's made kind of thing it's kind of like... yeah like it but it would literally be something similar to that because i'm sure this woman didn't just do it on her own but even if she did she would just take one down like it would be a really quick thing like 
because once you got the hang of it, it wouldn't take very long. She has a. She's it's got to have like a. a, a... Condoms on the line. You've got to imagine that her <laughs> technique for, like, removing and re rewrapping condoms must be like some kind of god level. She could probably do it one-handed without thinking. Did you? Do you think she dual wielded him? It's like bam, damn, damn, <coughs> in the thing, go. I don't know because this article <laughs> makes it sound like she's only got one wooden phallus. I mean, you don't know. She could have several. Could be like those, you know, those cup stick stacking speedrunner guys. She could just have like a stack of these fucking wooden <laughs> dick things to wrap them on, and she's just like bam, 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 bam down the line. Then go back up, flick, 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 and then just back down again, sticking them all in the packages. And then just like she does like fifty an hour or something like that, or a hundred an hour. It's like imagine really misplacing your phallus. Oh God! Choose it, blow it, grab it, peg it. Choose it, blow it, peg it, drag it. <laughs> on the line. <laughs> Choose it, hair blow it, put it on the line, peg it. That's the next Olympic sport right there. <laughs> Love it. Competitive use condom packaging. <laughs> Vietnam yep. Vietnam have got a strong lead. She's earning her dong Compet later. Compet <laughs> competitive condom like... pegging. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that goes really well into our hoarding topic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, She's hoarding condoms. Uh, yeah. And unfortunately, uh, me and Star went into our local store, was it last week? Yeah. Was it? And when us, I think by the end, just towards the end of the day, the, the bog roll um, aisle was completely empty again. I don't understand this, right? Bog roll is cheaper to make here in the UK for UK um, distribution rather than import it. So actually, panic buying it is fucking stupid because we're never going to run out. You're going to end yeah. up like the Australian couple that uh, literally had a throne, like a Game of Thrones style throne made out of bog roll with their own scepter and crown made out of bog roll because they bought fucking like 20 years worth of bog roll mm. so the well, eggs were low again, again. Oh, yeah. the eggs were low again pasta was gone flour. the flour was um, low as well Basically, all the things that went low last time were gone again yeah tesco has put um thingy has put restrictions like on it um yeah, uh, but the thing is um it's not just that people are buying it's that they're not stocking it as fast as you would expect. Um, no. And the shops, a lot of the time, um, what they do is they let it run out. Mm. So they limit it to a certain amount of stock a day to make sure they don't run out. Yeah, so that's actually a good, the, good business sense, to be fair. Yeah, they fill the shelves at like 8, 12... And five o'clock during the day, so you've got some first thing in the morning, some about midday, some at night. Because if they put it all on in one go, you just fucking just... disappear. Yeah. Whereas if you go like uh, three times during the day, if you figure out when the system is, you you're sure to get some stuff. During lockdown, I found stuff quite easy. The only thing that I actually struggled with uh, was bog roll, but I bought like a nine pack before we went into lockdown, and that lasted me a month. The other thing that me and Star struggled with was pasta and some and certain meats. Because mm. I managed yeah. to buy, I managed to borrow some toilet roll from my workplace just to tide us over until we actually could get some fucking bog roll. So 
mum, we right? Was at was at one point we had no bog grass. I had to borrow two from work. I kept telling my mum, "Don't don't hold it, don't buy too much." Right, I've still got pasta she bought before we went into lockdown. Yeah. Because she bought so much. Right, but what I do is I buy in bulk from Costco. So I buy 40 rolls of toilet roll and then we go through them over like three or four months. Yeah. Right, so I only buy a toilet roll every three or four months. Like, because I don't see the point. Like, because I go to Costco every two weeks and if I need toilet roll, I'll buy it. But if I've still got 20 toilet rolls, I'm not going to buy toilet roll. No. Right? Um, I buy the massive ton tubs of Vanish and then I use that until I'm done. And then as it's getting low, I buy some more. Like, I buy all my big stuff in bulk because it's cheaper. Like, um, but that's the reason I do it. Not because I feel like I'm going to need 40 rolls of toilet roll. Well, how me and the boy did it with our bog roll consumption is we, I reckon we use like. Well, to tell you how we've done it, we bought nine packs every time we re-armed up until we were allowed to be more free with stuff. So until lockdown ended, and it was only for shopping only, and you weren't allowed to go and visit people. And yeah. for us at bar staff and that, we had to stay at home and not work. Um, mm. <clears throat> literally, I think I bought, over that three-month period, two nine packs of bog roll. And I'm still probably using some of that now. It, it's literally we use like one roll every two to three weeks yeah but that's because you're blokes like we go through bog roll the three women here right we'll go through one roll every maybe three days but it's because insane. but it's because we're female right we can't just shake and walk off yeah, true like and that's Unless why you're really absolutely shit faced and there's no toilet roll then you have to shake. Yeah. That's the one that's right there. Or you're at a festival. Is that why some people when they pack umbrellas as well when they go to the toilets? Yeah, basically. Just pop your umbrella until you don't get backlash. Yep. Yep. Um, but that this is basically like men just don't understand how much bog roll we go through. And if it's time of the month, we go through even more because we go to the toilet more. Like... It's atrocious the amount of bog roll we go through. Like I can't deal. It's not on. And kids, kids use loads of it. What's wrong with kids, man? They're just like rolling it around their hand for no reason. Fucking let's big, just throw it all over the bathroom. Why big, not? Big fistfuls of pom poms made of toilet paper. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Oh, we want to make a paper mache um, volcano or some shit. Yeah, so you know. In this economy, you're not. <laughs> it is, if it's one thing my dad does, what he's been doing since the, uh, well, the last six months, he's been getting his normal shop and just adding two or three tins of um, tinned goods to his shop. Oh, I so forgot the lockdown when, spaghetti. So when, so when winter comes, <laughs> he's got all the tins of food he can get through. I actually need to actually use them because they run out of date in January. These fucking tins of spaghetti that I bought in March that we never ate because yeah, we just didn't fucking want them. Yeah, but with with tin food, you have two dates. You have your best before and your used by dates. Oh, they, I didn't. You can use... still you can still eat your you can still eat foods after the best before. They just they won't taste mm. as great. Mm. 
Yeah. So and it's in a tin, so it's sealed. It yeah. But yeah. It doesn't, from what I can see, it doesn't have a use by. It only has a best before. But Yeah. I mean, that generally suspect... means it don't go off. Yeah. Yeah. It's in a tin. You've got to... years. It's fine. I mean, when you when it comes to certain meats like chicken or mince or beef or pork or whatever the fuck ever, you can get six months off it if you put it in the freezer. Yeah. So if it's um, I think if it's say something like that in June. Yeah. As long as you unfreeze it by December and use it, you're fine. Yep. Because you can use certain foods six months past their use by, as long as they've been frozen prior to their use by. Meat's really good for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I've, I think I had a um, I had a spaghetti bolognese in the freezer from April. I microwaved it yesterday. Fucking lovely. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, talking I mean, not... of oh, shit microwave food. Look at the next I... couple. Oh yeah. Mm. Who wants to steer this one? This go on, let's go. Here. Right, so oh. UK University. Hosting hall parties despite COVID restrictions. This university stuff is an absolute shit show, isn't it? Yeah, I'm just like, trying to find ridiculous. Uh, like, so, pretty much, I think it was, it's Nottingham Uni, it's Leeds, <laughs> Manchester, of all locked down their students because tons of them have got COVID. Um, oh, but the young ones are immune. It's fine. Let's go get pissed. But the thing is, they're not young. They're adults. These are 18-plus-year-olds. They don't fucking right? think they're, they're not um, immune, though. That's the problem. But the thing is, like, most of their classes are online to class. But Boris Johnson said, send them back to uni. Right? So it's not really their fault because... I'm not being funny. Most of them live in dorms of more than six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked it up. Right? <laughs> so straight away, there's more than six of them in a flat. They go out with their friends individually. They then come home to their flat. Everyone's infected. Like, Because just... they're mixing with so many bubbles. Because yeah. Six in like, so even if you do follow the rule of six, you don't get away with it. Because all it takes is one idiot to go to a house party somewhere without his face mask on and that's it they're all done yep, yep. that's all it takes and and all it takes is one person not to wear their mask to affect hundreds precisely right and but they're blaming them as a group and it's not them as a group it's the way they're living right it's exactly the same if you had like you know there's that family where they've got 22 kids Right. Yeah. All yeah. it would take is one of those kids to be stupid. The whole family would get. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's 24 people down with COVID. Right. And that's just how it works. It's like the flu. Like if you go out with someone who's got the flu, they cough or breathe near you. You get the flu and you live with six other people. All six of those people are going to get flu. Yeah, those six people don't show um, symptoms in the first three to four days. They have coughed or sneezed in another direction. That's another. Yeah. That's at least another six people each they've infected. Yeah, because you you can be asymptomatic and still have the virus in your system. So I see. Yeah, it's such a. Like... It's like that. It's like that. Um, 
that, 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 that rhyme, um, woman went to St. Ives, she has seven wires, seven wires, blah, blah, yeah. blah, seven, like that. It's like, how many people went to St. Ives? It's like, well, seven, 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 seven. It gets multiplicative pretty quickly. Well, it does. It, it multiplies so fast, and he's blaming all, like, everyone's blaming the university students, but actually, like, a lot of them were being safe. Mm. And it's just yeah. bloody idiots. It's just the minority ruin it for everyone else. And a lot of them don't actually have COVID, but they're all locked down. And even the ones that are testing negative, they won't let them go home. Oh, well, that's a fucking... Right, so... Yeah, they are literally stuck <laughs> in these dorms. What the fuck uh, was that? He didn't know about my GG button. No. He has three variations of it as well. <laughs> There you go. Sorry, Lala, you were saying. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, but I just, I think it's really unfair to blame them. And especially after he did that fucking eat out to help out scheme. Oh, yeah, that, that really helped. I mean, it Which helped. was, I'm not being funny. It was a great idea. But at the same time, you cannot tell university students that they should go and eat out. And then blame them for the spread of COVID. Right? Don't give me half price dinner and then tell me it's my fault. Fuck off. You should, well, you shouldn't yeah. send them back to fucking uni, should you? If they can study at home, let them study at home. I understand, they shouldn't have. Like, our, like, our kids have to go back to school because they are in the critical learning stage, but university students can learn at home. and You can do university courses at home. They've been through the education system. They know what it's about. It's their fault if they don't fucking knuckle down. So... Him making them go back, it's it is like fundamentally a fuck up on his end, and you know it was inevitable. But then you've got these invincible twat bags who are in the t early eighteens to twenties who are like, I can't get COVID, I'm too young. So I'm not being funny though, right? This is something that is not just a university issue, like no, it's not because like secondary schools. These kids are basically adults, right? Um, the 11-year-olds, some of them have started going through puberty. And once your body hits puberty, that's it. You're an adult. Mm. Like, body-wise, you are an adult. And your body behaves like an adult, right? So they're saying all about, like, oh, kids can't get it. They don't spread it as much, blah, blah, blah. I've got so many kids. Like, they're off because someone in their family's got it, um, this, that, and the other. And I'm just like, well, what are you expecting? Like, everyone is getting hit by this now. Like, I just... And he's blaming everyone else, well, as usual. I can't wait for December Russian zombies. Uh, I don't want to get the it was a good idea, but it was kind of poorly executed. Yeah. Like, but unfortunately, the um, hospitality industry is going to suffer because when people are um, socialising, they're more at risk. Mm. Yep. 
I was talking uh, to one of the regulars the other day, and I'm like, if we have a second lockdown and it goes throughout the world, they're going to have to forget every world debt that everyone has ever had because there's no way anyone can yeah. recover from it. They're going to have yeah. to have an agreement that just, everyone just forgets world debt, starts at zero, everyone starts at zero because there is no fucking way you can rack up this amount of money and expect everyone to recover from it. I mean, I'm not being funny. You can't just wipe out debt. It's not a thing. Like, um, but everyone will be in the same boat, so it won't really matter that much. Hmm. Um, but talking of COVID. Oh, yeah, this one is an interesting one. So Our best mate. Fucking old Donnie Trumpy. <laughs> fucking wig-wearing wanker from uh, the Americas. Um, apparently on Friday, tested positive for COVID. But Apparently. what's really weird about it is he got discharged on Monday being, as he said, the best he's felt in 20 years. I mean, it didn't look the best he's felt going up them bleeding stairs. But Did you see him after he got released? like a cunt, wasn't he? Right, he, he could not actually walk up the stairs. He was really struggling. And then he got up the stairs and he's just standing there. He took his mask off, even though he's still ridiculously contagious. Like I, The thing what he said as well, I've seen some tweets he's posted and they are fucking ridiculous. I'll, let me go and find you one while um, I can. The thing is as well, like, he has gone like on like a, a Twitter rampage of just posting shit after shit after shit after shit. After shit, after shit, after shit. Because he's got shit. nothing else to do because he's sick so and they're not actually letting him work. It's just a general day for Trump then. Um, but like Michelle Obama has ripped into him because he is being so dangerous. Hmm. Like he's saying that COVID's um, no more dangerous than the common cold, blah, blah, blah. And all of his supporters, all of them idiot Americans are just going to go for it. Like, they're just going to be like, well, our president said it's not dangerous. Fuck off. Like, fucking, it's such a, he's such a twat. The, he literally, like, the Mon- Monday was the fifth, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And he went on this absolute bender of a just like, I'm throwing shit out here. And it's everything was the end was vote, Deva, vote, this, vote. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you absolutely fucking kidding me? Uh, right, here's the tweet from October 3rd. <laughs> Doctors, nurses, and all great uh, Walter Reed Medical Center and other amazing, uh, others uh, from uh, likewise incredible institutions who have joined them are amazing. Tremendous progress has been made over the last six months in fighting this plague. With their help, I am feeling well. And he he literally was like, oh yeah, I'm going to be out Monday, hopefully, and I'll be fine. Uh, It was nothing. Honestly, like, um, it's just atrocious. Like, he's been saying, oh, yeah, it's fine. We've got the best medical care. Fuck off. Not everyone's got that medical care. Most of your country can't afford that medical care. Yeah, he got got it for free as well because he's the fucking president. Yeah, he got it for free. But not only that, he didn't pay his fucking taxes. Right? So, not only is he getting free medical care, he's not paying for any public services. Yep. I found the tweet from the 5th of October. 
Uh, I will be leaving the Great Walter Reed Medical Center today at 6.30pm. Feeling really good. Don't be afraid of COVID. Don't let it dominate your life. We have developed under the Trump administration some really good drugs and knowledge. I feel better than I did 20 years ago. And one of the I don't best... know what's worse, that tweet or the fact I just dropped my biscuits. Oh, fucking hell. But I saw a Dropping brilliant the biscuits, response. Surely. I saw a brilliant response uh, to that tweet that someone uh, posted on Twitter. And uh, it, I'll read you the, the, the response tweet. I will believe in the great... Hold spend... on. Hold on, I can't hear you. I, don't... I broke my mic. Hold on. Oh, jeez. Okay, I'm back. Are you, can you hear me? Yeah. Alright, so the response tweet, which is brilliant by the way, this is fucking hilarious. I will be leaving the Great Spencer Mansion today at 6.30pm. Feeling really good. Don't be afraid of the T-Virus. Don't let it dominate your life. We've developed under the Umbrella Corporation some really good drugs and knowledge. I feel better than I did 20 years ago. Picture of a zombie. <laughs> and it's For God's sake. And it's just... It is, the, the man has just... I don't understand him. I don't understand. I don't. I, I, I don't understand him. If he makes it in this time to presidency, someone's going to shoot him. Someone's going to have to shoot him. And this is me predicting a an outcome that's going to happen because someone is not going to stand for it. Two hundred thousand people have died under his administration during this. You realise you've now all implicate. You've in- implicated all of us in his assassination now. Well, it's one of those things. We live Sorry. in the UK and we don't have guns. This is me predicting an outcome. That you may not you... have guns. Oh, all right. But, uh... I think we need to we need to move on quickly before we get the FBI up our ass, man. Well, yeah, let's talk about the Denver Broncos. So, uh, the Denver Broncos, the beaten stick of the South Park. Um... Like series <laughs> have um, on the 23rd of September, it says here Denver Broncos have the entire town of South Park in the stands during today's game. Uh, if you guys look in the uh, podcast topics further up, there, there is like a, a link to the thing, and the literally. Dips. It's brilliant. It's like, uh, in addition to the 5,007 or so that, that live. So, uh, uh, of socially lived, uh, fuck, socially lie, uh, fuck. Right, stop, let's stop, let's try that again. In addition to the 5,700 or so live socially distanced fans, the hashtag Broncos will have the entire town of South Park in the stands today. Yes, got it. (laughs) (laughs) And and it's got like everybody it's got like it was uh, actually e- really funny to look at the emo kids uh jimmy timmy the um, stan everyone it's great and there's even that like a uh, like another one the, like the gangs all here oh and they've got like little masks on them and everything yeah it was fucking Kenny awesome need one sorry Kenny didn't need a mask because <laughs> he's only his suit isn't he yeah yeah, well, he's always, yeah, his face is always covered, yeah. It would have been absolute brilliance if someone had smacked Kenny. <laughs> With the football. Can you just imagine yeah. they get, like, a proper home run that just fucking knocks Kenny's head off <laughs> during the middle of the play? Oh and God. then you can 
you bastard. <laughs> Just that from the announcement. And, oh my god, they've killed Kenny. You bastards. And up on the plate next, it's number 43. <laughs> left wide receiver. Honestly, they really missed the trick there. <laughs> oh yeah, you know that. <laughs> it should have been done. But fucking hell. That, I mean, fair play to them. They, they've had the shit ripped out of them. The Devon Broncos in South Park for years. So for them to be able to do that and Comedy Central and South Park creators to be like not giving them shit about it, great, fucking brilliant, love it. Those guys are awesome, and uh, I'm glad they've embraced their uh, memeiness. <laughs> uh, Shall we move on and slide through all this so we can get into some like more fun stuff? So, um, right. So these these restrictions in Scotland does it include dog yep. licenses? <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, it it only includes pubs and restaurants. Ah, this was something so... I, I mentioned, <laughs> and we'll, when we get into this, I'll I'll mention my my piece. So, uh, more restrictions come into effect from October 9th in Scotland. Pubs and restaurants are to stop serving alcohol after six p.m. So basically, pubs are shutting at six pm. Well, that was the case, but then um, today on BBC News, they actually said Central Scotland pubs and restaurants are closing again fully. Oh, it's changed. Oof. Yeah, that was it about three o'clock today. I'm under the impression that they stay up until the ten pm curfew, but they can't serve alcohol between six and ten. What's the point in staying no. open, though? That's the point. You, you, you're not going to sell Pepsi to fucking pissheads. So. Yeah. They're, they're, they're going to have 14 pints of Guinness and then sit there for the rest of the night supping a fucking Pepsi or a fucking coffee, are they? Well, I'd still no. go to the pub for food, though. Uh, excuse me. Mm. So all it says is all pubs and restaurants across central Scotland are to be closed under new measures aimed at tackling the surge. New rules will apply to licensed premises across the central belt, including Glasgow and Edinburgh. Um, other parts, they can stay open, but only serve alcohol outdoors. And this new rule will be in force until the 25th of October. Right. So about, about two weeks then. So no one is serving alcohol outdoors in this weather, especially no. not in Scotland. Also, also... No. Supermarkets are still allowed to sell alcohol, even though they are licensed premises. They shouldn't be allowed to. What a load of shit! Because we have to stop. Currently, in the UK, we have to stop and have people out of the premises, premises uh, <laughs> of the pub uh, or bar or restaurant it has to be closed to the public by ten o'clock. There is. You can't have anyone from public inside the the pub, restaurant, club, whatever you work in that's uh, yeah, no, that sells alcohol. No, if that's about it. No, no one from the public has to, can be on site. There is a thousand pound minimum fine, all the way up to ten thousand pound for people not following this uh, set of rules. But yet you can go down to Tesco the twenty four hour and buy a fucking pack of beer and carry on drinking. I mean, why not? It's just fucking I mean, stupid. I'm... I remember reading a story online. Um, this, um, uh, I think it was a takeaway in my in my local area. Got the owner got fined ten grand because he was serving someone after ten pm, even though the guy's order went in before ten pm. It don't matter. This he basically had the guy, he basically had the guy waiting outside, and he basically the guy basically opened the door and passed his um, food out. 
after because he already paid for it. But it just turns out a policeman went past at the time he was um, handing the food out, and he got fucking done for it. I mean, you could technically, um, they could technically appeal for that, but they'd be just like, well, it was you, you, you didn't get it done in time. You shouldn't have had well, because, the order yeah, go in that late. Well, the, what I understand, the, the order went through about quarter to ten to ten. And the food came out about five past ten. Mm. Well, they they should have it in place. We we stopped serving uh, our like our app for the tables. Stop at so quarter past nine. We stopped serving at half nine, and we make sure everyone's out. Yeah, yeah so as well. that's quarter how everyone nine. does it. Like um, half nine, bar closed. All the restaurants around here shut at nine thirty. They, they literally should have though for takeaways and enforced like that. They should have. They don't take hard... anyone else in, and after nine o'clock. Yeah, they should have like a hard cough. It's like you don't get any orders from half nine. You just deal the ones you've got and go. Like mad, isn't it? Yeah. So I mean, all right, yeah, it is a bit shit that he was five minutes after time and he got fucked for it. But even though the order came in beforehand, but then again, they would just say, "Well, you should have stopped earlier." And he's got anger, a fucking leg to stand on with that one, unfortunately. Nope, and it is affecting all sorts of different chains, including Green King. Mm. It is, yes. Yeah. I'm uh, so Green good King at these transitions, this... man. Yeah, Green <laughs> King had to close all the chains because of the curfews, unfortunately. Well, now this I think pretty it's, much... Um, I, think it's, I think it was 11 lock fine chains have had to close, which they originally opened in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, on a similar kind of thing, Cineworld's shutting down and may never reopen. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I know I forgot to on the, in the podcast. Yeah. Because apparently they've put it down as because the new James Bond film kind of like, was meant to be this year, which is uh, You Only Live Twice, I think, is it? Um, but, oh, oh, you Only Die Twice yeah. or something like that? Yeah. yeah, that was supposed to be this year, but that's been put back to next Black year Widow now. Black Widow was so. meant to be this year. Uh, they, basically, it's after Tenet came out and it did shit at the cinemas which you knew it was going to everyone who actually wanted to make money was like fuck that I wanted to watch Black Widow in May for my birthday it's not coming out till next year now I'm not being funny as long as I get cyberpunk I don't care (laughs) (laughs) well that's just gone gold by the way Uh, it's not in the thing but it's it's, it's gone gold let me cyberpunk cyberpunk um yeah, like for for the whole like pubs and sh- clubs shutting down, and especially these chains, um, it could be potentially an, an ender for that business, um, and maybe even that chain. Unfortunately, and people are going to be affected by it. People are going to lose jobs, and it's not great. It bomb uh, us as barmen might be a dying breed. We might not survive this. Pubs might close for good, and that's it. Pubs don't exist. When we come out of lockdown, because they can't. Yeah, it's not something I'm looking forward to. Before. I I could be working yeah. in a supermarket next year because we don't have like pubs anymore. Mm. You don't socially go and drink anymore because it can't be done. I mean, I've been doing bar work for I'd like to say pushing fifteen years now. Mm, yeah, I think I'm similar. It's yes, you know, it's it's not so much. It's the only thing I know how to work, but I do have other experiences behind me but it's the main thing i've actually done for so long it's kind of my part of my life yeah it's i don't know it's gonna be very very weird if pubs doing closing definitely it's gonna be like fuck 
you know, I've got all this year's experience in the bar. Now what the fuck? Now what the fuck yeah. do I do? I, it, it frustrates me because it's like we're all losing hours in the pub trade um, and we understand that it's got to be done so we can get back to normal but the the lack of business and people losing jobs and stuff, it's fucking horrible like mm. the cinema jobs for instance, there's, there's going to be thousands of people out of work because of that and supermarkets well, there's, still no so news. People. there's still no news on theatres either there's, we're still in the dark with that yeah. Again, like I said, I do a second job on the side with a theatre, and I still don't know whether I'm going back to that one or not. I, I don't know with that one. But it's like, at the moment, the, the main jobs that people need are factory workers and retail workers. And distribution, really, isn't it, really? Yeah. And I feel like it's going to come to a point where all the pubs are going to turn into Tesco's or like some kind of supermarket instead because you're not going to be able to run a pub. Or make a pub. I I know that the the brewery that deals with our pub chain has been really good with um, rent and stuff like that because they understand that it's not our fault, so they're not charging like the the business and the company as much rent, and they they've forgiven lockdown rent and stuff like that to try and just keep us open and keep us making money. So. Uh, for for pub chains and stuff to having to shut indefinitely because of curfews and um, stuff like that, it, it's fucking disheartening. It's it's horrible because it could happen to Dolph next. It could happen to me next. It could happen to anyone who works in hospitality service next. And I mean, stars stars in a kind of a similar experience because she works at a leisure centre. The mm. department she works in aren't, aren't open yet, yeah. so. She's now looking for other avenues of work, but because the I've got um I think I've got till the end of furlough for them to either say they're opening them up or that's it. Because she works the coffee shop, the crash, and the reception. She does three different areas of the leisure centre, but reception's not as busy as it usually is because you know you're not get much fruit out of it. The coffee shop is closed because it's. Hardly any. You can't. You can't really. Yeah, and maintain. And the crash really. It. You can't do it all. And if a, if a, say, a kid falls over, you need to change a, a child's nappy, whatever, because the age is. You can't be within that meter. You can't. You're going to be well within that meter um boundary. Yeah. It, it's it's like an, a horrible, annoying time to be in, especially with like winter drawing in and Christmas coming up. There's going to be a lot of disappointed people. <laughs> Uh, going into 2021 and uh, I know I get frustrated about people not listening to the rules and following the rules when it comes to work uh, doing pubs and stuff but that's what's happening this is the knock on people aren't following the rules the the pubs close and then people are pissed off that the pubs are closing it's like well if you followed the fucking rules you'd have a pub to drink in exactly uh, but you know, I I can get angry at this all the time, and I'm I'm gonna move on. So from now in the October's to May, so my birthday, we're we're getting a new moon. Can can someone explain this to me? This sounds awesome. Oh, where is it? It's it's not so much as a moon as a asteroid or massive big huge rock. Ooh. It's more to do with um some old space junk that's gonna be wiggling its way back to our um sphere of influence for about what eight six to eight months, I think. 
So it's going to be circling us, is it, for that long? Or uh, it's going to be. I don't know whether or not it's going to be visible in the sky given its size, but it's going to be as close as twenty-seven thousand miles away. So that's twenty twenty-one, people. We're just going to die from this fucking random rock because it's just going to end up being this. Fuck it, we're done. Appar- we? Apparently, the the named asteroid quote twenty twenty so is an old booster rocket from the nineteen sixties. Oh, so it's not going to kill us then. It's going to. He's basically uh, Dr. Paul Chodas, the director of NASA's Center for NEOs, which is Near Earth Object Studies. He believes he actually is the old boost rocket from the 1960s. I f- think it's American, possibly. I'm just going to quickly look, look. So, at the very least, it's going to cause a couple of like hundred feet worth of damage if it does hit something. If that. Yeah. But that's cool. It's cool that we we've got a second quote unquote moon. Um, awesome. Uh, what is it? He's he's correlated that the launch is of a Surveyor two from nineteen sixty six September twentieth. The mission was designed to have a soft landing on the moon, but a failure led to the spacecraft crashing. The central rocket that was used to boost the spacecraft passed by the moon and went into orbit near the sun and has not been seen again until now. Apparently, fucking hell! I must have got some like speed on it to get round the sun and come back. I'm getting, I'm getting some fucking Kerbal Space Program fucking vibes in. <laughs> I mean... Comes back with a little apparent... green man on it. I'm fucking so... hell, that'd be great. Be I mean, I'm trying to find the picture. I think it was, it's got a very weird elliptical orbit, then it kind of loops back on itself and gets slung back out toward... Well, don't know which fucking direction, but it gets slung back out of um, uh, Earth's gravity due to the... Um, the Hoffman transfer. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. Man, I, I understand. I kind of understand that. It's, it's something to do... <laughs> the missile knows where it's going because it knows where it isn't. <laughs> no, if, if, I, if I remember correctly, the Hoffman transfer is if you add um, speed at the the lowest part of the orbit, you get more power out of it. You get more speed out of it, more delta V. It's the, it's the Farscape I'm... principle that if you skim the atmosphere, you go faster. Because well, the gravity's pulling yeah, you down you, as you, you go. Yeah, you get as close to the atmosphere as you can without pulling into it because of, because of drag, and then you get slung out, as it were. Yeah, I think it's called the Hoffman, I think it's, I think it's the Hoffman transfer. I'm going to look at that up. Uh, well, that was the, the premise for Farscape. He, he did that and caused a wormhole that flung him out into the other uh, depths of the universe. Fucking Farscape, man. I've got them all on DVD. It's fucking great. I love that show. Mate, we need to be watching it. It's on uh, Amazon as well, Prime. Oh, my God. You know where I'm going to (laughs) be. I need to do... Because apparently Twitch has got, like, watch parties where you can watch Amazon Prime stuff, so I might just fucking do, like, a Farscape watch night. Let's go. And just get everyone to watch with me and just have a good laugh in Discord. Give me fair warning. So I can get the snacks. Nice. Uh, but yeah, cool, cool new moon. Probably gonna get some little Kerbal Kerbins come back with it. Uh, I don't know whether we, I don't know whether we'll be able to see it or not, like a moon. But it might be just like a bright light in the sky for a while. That'd be cool though. You mean like the moon is? Well, I mean like a, it'd, be, it'd be more <laughs> it like um, how Venus and Mars. It'd be more like how Venus and Jupiter look in the sky rather than a big blob. A brighter everywhere. star than most. Yeah, like Venus or Mercury kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Uh, what isn't cool is the Monster Hunter trailer. Dolph, your thoughts? I've not watched it, by the way. Fuck's sake. <laughs> um, well, I've, I've watched this. It's only like 15 seconds, but my 
god, it's like a, if I understand the premise behind it. Basically, they've this this army group have um, been pulled through a portal or some shit to some un, sort of unknown world with military grade equipment. And all you got is this um, you got this monster burrowing through the sand, which is Diablos, and it pops out, and they open fire on it. And that's all you see. So wait, wait, you're telling me that this is modern day army take on mythical monster hunter world monsters? In a sense, yes. But what? Oh, what the fuck think, have they done? What, what, I've think, what I've been thinking about is has it got the rock in it? No, it's got um, I think it's got the girl from Resident Evil. I think Mila Jankovic. Oh I think. God, it's a Paul W S Anderson film. God no. I'm looking it up. It's a Paul W S Anderson film. I bet you fucking. I just I just know that's what I mean, it is. I mean, the one thing that maybe I looked at first I noticed was wrong. Is I'm pretty sure you might notice it as well if you were to watch it. Uh, the the I'm guessing the guy is one of the army sergeants. Is he he closes his right eye, and he looks down a fucking scope with his right eye. So um. Guess who's directing the fucking Monster Hunter film? Paul W.S. motherfucking Anderson. I nailed it. As soon as you said Miljokovic, I knew it was him. Fucking knew it was him. Oh my god, it's... Um, if, you, if you've seen the uh, video seen IGN the put up on YouTube, oh, yeah. there's a substantial amount of dislikes and... Even not even the Monster Hunter, even the Monster Hunter Twitter is um, a fucking flavor right now. It's like people are like, "You're kidding, right?" The guy who pretty much ditched Resident Evil's any hope of being a decent movie series, right down the shitter, has now got his hands on Monster Hunter. I mean, they could have done a good like feudal Japan, dragons and demons and monsters and shit, and made it look cool. It's going to be a shit show. It's going to be an absolute shit show. It's another shit video game movie tie-in that isn't good. It's not a Sonic the Hedgehog, which was surprisingly good. It's not a Detective Pikachu, which was fucking amazing. It's going to be another Super Mario Brothers, Resident Evil kind of movie. Tekken. I never mm. watched a Tekken movie. I never even watched a Dead or Alive movie either. Mm. Lucky. For fuck's sake. I, I, oh. I mean, I wait. I wait until the reviews come out, and I may look into it. But you're gonna be, you're gonna be like. I mean, it says they. It says in the description that they seek the aid of a legendary hunter to defeat the monster threat. But I think they'll probably find out that um, army weapons won't work against these monsters because if anyone's played any of the Monster Hunter games in the past, it's like you all. You like. Tempered blades well, and shit, don't you? Oh, it's not so much as tempered blades. You'll slay lesser monsters to get the gear to slay higher monsters, as it were. Oh, wow. You know, as it was, um... Oh, how is it? Oh. oh, fuck, who is it on YouTube? Um, Bollocks. Uh... God, he's like, he does these um <laughs> honest trailers kind of thing. It's like... You know, you you kill some, you kill this monster's brother, and you beat the beat the fuck out of him with his bigger brother. <laughs> the, the, the annoying part is right. It's so Mila Jokovic is in this film, so that means there'll be some kind of slow mo, gratuitous action scene with her in it. She'll probably kick something in the Matrix, face, like uh, like Matrix S kind of thing, yeah. like a Matrix. She'll be naked at some point because Mila Jokovic always seems to be naked in these films. 
Um, it's like I said, it's going to be a big shit show, and the fact that Paul W S Anderson is fucking directing it, it it's so bad. It's just so bad already, so bad, and I'm 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 like a hat off on chest sorry to all those monster hunter fans who are now getting dicked the same way us resident evil fans got when fucking he got hold of the series and brought out the resident evil films number two wasn't too bad it kind of touched on resident evil two and three but fuck me were they just diarrhea dog shit bad i mean i mean you're, you're welcome to watch the um the teaser trailer, I posted it in the chat for your reaction if you want. Uh, Should I watch it I now? Like... Are we all going to no. watch it now? No, you're not. Yeah, We're going to talk about Elite after... Dangerous. All right, so... Watch after the podcast and you'll see what I'm on about. It's like, wow, really? So, um, Elite Dangerous has finally gave us a look at some space legs in the update, the dev diary they just did, uh, including the insides of stations, uh, the insides of outposts, uh, and like some of the the areas you can go to, which is cool. So there is, um, I think Apex, which is like a a, a transport thing, because they're basically saying now that with Odyssey you don't actually have to fly a ship to be in the Elite Dangerous universe. You could literally play the entire game uh, being a passenger on somebody else's ship and doing it all on foot. Uh, you do miss out on some of the things. Uh, but then you've also got this unique gameplay uh, on your own. Um, there's missions based on you working with ground and air crew, so with SRVs and pilots flying around um, that's going to be in on unique missions. Um, there apparently the salvaging is going to be a thing, so maybe going around dead wrecks in space, which would be cool. Um no ship interiors though still they're, they're not coming anytime soon unfortunately which uh yeah, I, I, I could wait for that to be fair as long as they put them in i don't mind the the thing that pisses me off is it they could have just let you walk around the bridge they could let you walk around the bridge maybe go to engineering maybe go to your own private quarters maybe go to the cargo bay and then get off the ship well you can technically walk around your bridge if you have vr to an extent but yeah. Beyond that, it's not much you can do about it, unfortunately. But, but some people, that, some people with the um the VR sets have managed to, you know, walk outside their ship and walk around it on the landing pad, which is kind of what is happening now with the uh, upcoming Odyssey update. Yeah, it just annoys me though that you haven't got that. Oh, I get out of my seat now and walk around. It's going to be like a, a cut to black where you stand up and go for an SRV, and then you're uh you're like outside. Or stepping down your steps of your your like your docking ramp or whatever. <clears throat> I I kind of disappointed about that, and it's one of those things. It, I don't mind it not coming at launch as long as they fucking do it. Oh look, my GeForce yeah. game ready drivers are available. <laughs> That's what I was updating earlier. <laughs> but, um, so the the knock on to the Space Legs Odyssey update is Elite Dangerous Horizons DLC is merging with the base game. Um, so I think it's the end of October. If you own the base game or you buy the base game going forward from that time, uh, Elite Dangerous Horizons is included in your base yeah. game. So basically, we, we who oh, bought God, it two years ago, 
Well, yes. Well, this is the thing. We get a unique paint job that works across every single ship that you own in the game. Or will own Can in the game. Can you get a work on SRVs <clears throat> and ship fighters, maybe? Well, they said it will work with... Uh, the unique paint job will work with all 41 current in-game ships. Now, people have counted. So there's only 36 actual ships. But if you count the SRVs and the um, the three unique fighters or something like that, it comes up to 41. So the SRV will be one. you got the... Three types, and you got the there's three variations of the guardian ship as well, isn't there? Yeah, well, that'd be one. That could be one type, wouldn't it? So yeah, that would actually work. Yeah, so that that was where they were thinking. But there was also some people going, "Oh, we're getting four new ships," and it's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, slow your roll, buddy." We haven't even got a different SRV yet, and we've had them for fucking three years. Mm. But um, I think one of the new. I think I'm hoping they bring one of the new ships in. Well, I say new ship. One of the old ships from the original Elite series was the Panther Clipper. Yeah, but that's a fucking massive ship. The reason why they've not put that in is because it's bigger than a bastard um, Beluga liner. And those things barely fit through the fucking slot in the starports as is. They'd have you to know, literally make a separate docking ring for those. Or they have just, or they widen the um, mail slot for the. We're going off on a tangent. Let's mm. get going on Elite Dangerous and we lose you for hours. <laughs> but it's. Uh, it... <laughs> It's cool in a way because it means that people who refused to buy it or couldn't buy it are now included. But then they've got until like beginning of next year, and then they're gonna have Odyssey come out, and then they're gonna be kind of paywalled off from that bit a bit. Yeah, it's a good idea what they've done though, because when it's just because Odyssey is around literally around the corner, and it just brings everyone onto a play a level playing playing field. Yeah. Without the yeah, because you know, otherwise the, uh, some people are gonna be like two expansions ahead. Yeah, well, Horizons included, yeah. if I remember rightly, engineering, uh, ship launch fighters, planetary landings, uh, and being able to drive an SRV around the planet's surfaces. On, yeah, uh, so non-atmosphere as it were. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's something to look forward to, isn't it? So, yeah. and uh, yeah. other things we're looking forward to that keep getting messed up. <laughs> Go on then. Who's got this one? Who wants to explain this? I don't even know who these fuckers are. Is this Bob's one? I think. What what are we on? Sorry, you don't you don't know who Klarna are? No, I have um, no idea. So when is. you buy stuff on uh, online, um, a lot of companies have signed up with this Klarna, and Klarna essentially buys it for you, and then you pay in free installments. Right. Yeah. So That's what like, it is. Um, Game is one of those people, and Smithies, the toy shops. Oh, yeah, yeah. So when people have signed Smithies, up for pre-orders of no, you order it from Smithies, but then your credit check and your direct debit goes through Klarna. Yeah, like loads right. of the um, clothing shops do it. Yeah. So when you've done like your pre-order for your Xbox from game and you've had your credit check, they've sent you it saying that everything's fine, your direct debit set up, but then you get an email a couple of days later saying, oh, no, sorry, something's gone wrong. We haven't been able to do it, which has happened to a lot of these people but they haven't found out for two weeks. And because they've done a hard credit check, it comes up on their credit, on your credit report. So a lot of people have been left without their Xbox X that they pre-ordered because Klarna have fucked everything up. Oof. Ouch. Essentially. Yeah. See, that's why I'm saving to buy it outright because... Exactly. Yeah. Because they've said now, like, you can buy it and we'll, we'll accept it as a pre-order. But 
we can't do it in installments. You basically have to go to the shop and buy it outright. That that's like ouch. Yeah. Um but it also leads really nicely into mine because I did go to the shop to pre order. Hmm. And I say I did, I sent Chris. I went to <laughs> um I was at work and he had the day off, so he went in. Yeah. Um because I pre ordered the PS five. So he went for the Xbox. And the bloke that was doing the pre order was one of the managers having a chat. Um chatting with the guy next to him, chatting to Chris, whatever. Chris is um, an elite um, member. Um, He's extra too, yeah. Yeah, um, we get the extra points and stuff. It's all right. And um, so they've done my Xbox pre-order. Everything's fine. Then uh, sometime towards the end of last week, maybe over the weekend, we get an email. Thank you for pre-ordering. Your Xbox Series S. Oh, shit. And I went, yeah. what? So he's looked on his Elite card and it says Xbox Series S. So I've contacted the store and the guy that runs the Twitter, because their phone wasn't working, yeah. um, the guy that runs the Twitter was like, I'll get someone to call you. They didn't call us. So when he got into work in a different store, because we've got two stores nearby and he was in the other one, so he phoned Chris because um, I was at work. Chris explained what had gone on. And the bloke was like, oh, yeah, so on our tills, they've made it really easy for you to do the pre-orders. But when you actually press the button, it doesn't tell you which Xbox you're pre-ordering. Oh, fuck. So what this bloke fuck? has yeah. just clicked one. <laughs> And assumed it was right because even on the receipt it just says xbox series it doesn't tell you what series right and so he's um rung his area manager they've tried to sort something out for me long story short this bloke is giving up his pre-order so i can still have it oh top man right honestly Good. the most amazing guy like he was like i can wait for it you can have my one is, is... and i went Oh my god! Like literally, you know when you're just like, "Are you fucking serious?" Is, like, it, is it appropriate? Do you think to name this guy for his fucking above and beyond? Customer I mean, service? I don't think so. Oh well, actually, maybe because I'm not doing surnames. Well, yeah, if you, yeah, you can. Yeah, it's it's not GDPR because you're only telling us his first name. We mm. can do that. Um, and I'm not telling you where he works. No. Because exactly. I haven't told anybody which store I've actually gone into to pre-order. So, yeah, nope. we, no. if you'd like to call him out, and then if he does end up listening to the podcast, um, he's recognised. But his name, his name is Craig, and he's absolutely amazing because he actually picked up my um, my Twitter message um, while he was off um, picking up some last-minute shopping on his son's birthday. Um so he's actually gone well over the top and he's given me his Xbox. He was like, I'm going to be there on release day. Um, come down, find me, um, and you can just have mine. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, seriously, seriously, give that man a fucking raise. Seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, me and well Chris done, are like, man. we're saying, like, what can we do for this guy for being so nice to us? Like, but we don't not quite know what's appropriate. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like... 
because it's a bit like can't yeah mm. I, I mean so if anyone has got any ideas tweet us <laughs> see i was thinking like you like a bottle of wine or something but then again if he doesn't drink and is he allowed to take stuff like that yeah yeah i don't even mm. know if he's allowed to take anything off yeah. us Unless you, like, basically just report him to head management and say, look, this guy's gone above and beyond. You should fucking give him a raise or, if, at the very least, recognise this guy is a fucking top bloke. Yeah. Because he didn't yeah. have to do any of that and the fact that he has. Craig's a fucking hero. This guy is great. This guy, yes. Yeah. We need more Craigs and less twats that don't have masks. Honestly, like, I was ready to just cry. Because you guys know what I'm like with consoles. I have to have it. Like, um, I don't even play it that much, but I have to have it. Like, I've got the Project Scorpio. Oh, like, God. when you had problems with that, it was a fucking... Mate, it was the worst. But, like, I have to have the consoles. And, like, I was just traumatised because I was like, I'm not going to get it, am I? I was like, I'm not going to get my console, am I? And Chris is like, calm down. It's going to be all right. I'm like, it's not all right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's very far from all right, Chris. <laughs> well, the way I've predicted my saving, because I realised that when I got to, like, last week, I was going to eclipse for the Series S, and I'm like, fuck it, I might as well just get the X. Because at the moment, I think I'm, like, £130 short of yeah. the price of an X, which, if I put away 20 quid a week and not buy fucking takeaways, that's done, easy, pissed, pissed it. Yeah. And I'm not buying it day one, I'm waiting until, like, December when there's more stock in. So yeah, yeah. literally day two of the Xbox One X coming out, uh, Series X coming out, I will go into game and be like, hey, next wave, I want one. Series yeah. X. And well, they, some of the emails that people got sent from Smithies basically <clears throat> said, we'll reserve it so you can have it on the release date, but it won't be under the Xbox All Access and you'll need to pay for it in full when you pick it up. Yeah. So even if you've pre-ordered it on like a twenty-four month plan, Ooh. that plan may just not be. So people who couldn't, have, I could get a day one then, technically. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. exactly. Just walk in. I have money right fucking here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing is, they're gonna have to hold them for a certain amount of time. True. So unless they just go, I'm um, canceling it then. Like on day one, you won't get it. Maybe a week later, yeah. but yeah. they have to be able to hold them for a certain amount of time because not everyone can get there on day one. Oh, fuck my dad's ringing me. Yeah. Uh, carry on, guys. I'm just gonna take this phone call. Um, but um, obviously Xbox is Microsoft, who are currently being rumored to buy Sega. Yeah, apparently. Um, there's, a, there's a bit of a convoluted um, connection. If I just find the article quickly. I mean, it's kind of a fan theory based kind of thing. Yeah, I saw it though. Um, and honestly, Sega does need some more money into it because Sega was amazing. I love Sega so much. I'm back. So, um, I don't know if the, if Microsoft could buy Sega. I mean, it would be cool if they did. 
to, I think it would be amazing. Trying to find the article. I mean, they brought up Bethesda, what, last week, was it? Yeah, week and a half? I, I feel like they'd get, be accused of monopolising, though, and then that's... I mean, let them, why not? But that would be great, though, like Sonic and Chief. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> um, just they've a... got the money. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think the. I think the biggest rumor was they. Um, they re- they released a. Uh, controller, that was blue and white. And they put basically tweeted out saying clean, clean and simple, still iconic. So you take hmm. a, you take the first letter of still and take the last few letters of. Iconic, you've got Sonic. Yeah. That's I mean, so far-fetched. It's, 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 it's a fucking push. It is a really big fucking push, but it's blue and white. And who else is blue and white? Yeah, true. Well, blue and creamy Mate, fucking peach. Fucking everyone is blue and white. <laughs> but, um, I, I don't know. I, I feel like they've just bought Bethesda. Um... It would be nice for them to get Sega and really fuck with the PS fanboys who were gaining it. They, they tweeted us as well uh, to go ahead into Tokyo Game Show. So celebrating Japanese games and creators, upcoming Microsoft Flight Simulator for PC, Japanese Minecraft community, etc. Mm. But this did say there's no new next-gen news. And they did also say, and by the way, there won't be any new acquisition news at the show with a no-entry sign. Huh. But yeah, the, the main rumor was because of the still iconic. They thought, oh, it's Sonic because still an iconic. Mm. Plus a blue and white controller. Yeah. I don't know. I, it... I mean, that's just really far fetched. I mean, it could. It could. They could be Very bang far-fetched. on. They could be bang on the nose with that one. <laughs> uh, but it you take it with a pinch of salt until you find more information. Basically. Yeah. That would be cool, but I, I don't. I, I don't think so. Because. Alright, Sega used to be a pinball company from America, but now it's a big Japanese conglomerate uh, thing. I don't see them being bought out by an American company. I mean, it's it's possible, but who knows? Only time will tell at this point, Um, but it's it's one to watch. We'll just keep an eye on... Add that on the watch list. Add it to the watch list. I think if Sega go back to their roots of, um, like, 2D scroller as it used to be. I think they'll probably get a lot more of the older fanboys interested. Hmm. Yeah, but this, the older fanboys are not the ones that are playing the games now. Well, like Mania did fucking amazingly. Uh, and... Sonic, Sonic Mania did well. There's talk that they're already like making Sonic Mania too. I mean, like because you have I, to remember I, that a lot of the kids that are now coming of age because. Our generation are having families settling down, yeah. whereas the ones that are now going to be putting the most money into the gaming industry, most of them don't even really know who Sonic is. Like, yeah. and and this is the problem. Like, we're going to lose a lot of our amazing stuff. Yeah. Um, like because Spyro didn't do as well as they thought it was going to. Um, and loads That's of cool. stuff like that. Yeah, That's we awesome. did. But it was just us. None of these new guys. They were like, what the fuck is this dragon? Like, yeah. Crash Bandicoot did a way better than the, the Reignite tra- uh, trilogy. By oh, yeah. Crash, the, the... Crash Bandicoot's quite iconic. Yeah, because Crash 4. 
I mean, because the original Crash Bandicoot, I think a lot of the uh, speedrunners were a bit pissed off because I changed his um, hitbox. Yeah, it, well, it wasn't his hitbox per se. It was his uh, how he his um, of his foot his, 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 like his digital footprint for where he landed. They turned it from the square, which it used to be, to a circle, which it was in Crash 3. Oh, well, so, talking of things, they're changing. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Spider-Man remastered for the PS5, and um, I don't think it's on PS4, because only the Miles Morales is on PS4. By the way, did you know that, Lala? All those PS5 games they announced, uh, like Horizon, New Horizons, uh, yeah. Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and there was another game yeah. that they announced. Yeah, all coming out on PS4. All right. And they didn't tell you that though until after the pre-orders had gone through. I mean, don't uh, matter me. I'm going to buy it as well. So yeah, but uh, the remaster for the uh, Spider-Man uh, remastered game that's come out last year. Uh, yeah, Peter Parker now looks more like Tom Holland, and the reason they gave it was they wanted to change the the face actor to look more to sound more like the voice actor. And it's not—it's actually a different face actor. Uh, it's not Tom Holland, but it somebody looks very much like him. Uh, and and people—I mean, it like worked because fuck. every everyone loves Tom Holland, man. Yeah, but the the problem is though, this Spider-Man in the Microsoft Spider uh, in the Microsoft Spider-Man game, the Sony Spider-Man game, Marvel Spider-Man, uh, is meant to be like he's been doing it for like ten years or so. He's a a very uh, veteran Spider-Man, and Tom Holland I mean, is the very fine. novice Spider-Man. Like, I'm not being funny. If you don't like it, don't buy the remastered. Mm. Like, it's easy. You can still get the original. It's it's, it's just funny though how they've uh, gone up in arms. I mean, they do that. Um, speaking of up in arms, Smash Brothers. Uh, I thought it was a bit of a mistake because they had like the reveal for uh, the new Smash character mm. but they didn't actually reveal him but they gave you his upcoming character uh, thing and I say him it's them uh, Steven Alex from Minecraft with zombie skin and enderman skin uh, is coming to Smash <laughs> Ultimate and he has like a shitload of like Minecraft inspired moves they're ridiculous it looks great even when he gets knocked on his ass, he just kind of floats back up he doesn't pick himself up he just goes like as stiff as a board and just writes himself <laughs> like a weeble it's fucking great um and i i thought it was a, a fuck up on the releases uh that they did it but it did have like uh mr sakurai presents steve and alex uh but before that it was just like new new reveal of fighter uh coming but then like two days beforehand it was like mr sakurai presents steve and alex and it had them from Minecraft. I'm like, wow, they really did fuck that up. If they were trying to keep it more of a secret. But I didn't see any teaser trailer revealing them beforehand. Mm. So. Who knows? Yeah. But also Minecraft news. Uh, so the Cliffs and Caves update is coming next year. Um, I don't know much detail on this. So Dolph, if you want to... Uh, I think I'm Dragon Post of this, but I'm just trying to quickly find uh, that link. Just bear with me. Um, okay. Um, uh, they're adding um, new blocks, obviously, because of the cave and catapult. Yeah. 
they're adding some new recipes. You can um, build lightning rods and telescopes, apparently. There's yeah. going to be a new copper ore, which can be found out underground like um, iron kind of thing. You can get uh, amethyst crystals, which I can believe can be used for telescopes because um, glass, etc. Uh, obviously, with copper ore, you can now make blocks of copper, I would have thought. Makes kind of logical sense to be fair. Um, clay pots you can make rather than I think you can fucking make those anyway, can you? Um, well, you can make like plant pots, yeah, which we were either clay or terracotta, I would have thought. Yeah, um, so far there's unofficial names for um, certain plants like glowberry vines, spore blossoms, drip leaves, uh, moss blocks, moss, uh, moss. Yeah, Blocks, thank you. As as azalea roots, azalea roots, or some shit. Yeah. So in other words, uh, it's, a, it's a massive update we've got coming. It's so adding, we're gonna have to get another fucking server world made, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, they're also adding stalactites and stalagmites. Ooh. Yeah, ones on the ground, ones on the ceiling. For those who like to know, if it has a G, it's on the ground. If it's on the, it has a C, it's on the ceiling. <laughs> stalactites grow grow down from the ceiling. Stalagmites grow from the ground up. Well, yeah. they grow, but they jut, as they were. Mm. Uh, dripstone, you can make candles, this cave stands. Uh, apparently you can get a some sort of... I don't know what the fuck that is. Well, uh, There's a bucket of axolotl, which looks some sort of... Um, looks like a fucking mute, to be fair. Mm. Well, a mute yeah. in a bucket. That's odd. But it's one of those things, this has only just literally come out uh, in the past couple of days. More details will come on this, and we'll, we'll definitely dive into this more as we... Uh, as we, as we like, yeah. Um, but before we get into this next juicy fin- finale topics list, um, something that the Bethesda uh, acquisition from Microsoft um, actually put in, which was amazing because I've been playing it, Doom Eternal's on Game Pass. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> yes. I was going to buy it and I couldn't couldn't just justify it because it's like, I haven't completed the first Doom, but I like it and it just frustrates me because I'm just a bad, I'm bad at Doom. And I'm like, oh, Doom Eternal's on Game Pass. Fuck it. Let's get down and get played. I Fucking don't cool, think man. I've ever played it. It's fucking great. I love but it. But it's on oh, Game Pass, and I've got that forever. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's literally a free game, and it's a brilliant thing that Bethesda got. Like, How long have I got it for? Like 36 months or something ridiculous? Well, I'm just paying the £11.99 a month until I give up on it. But, yeah. but the fact that the you know, Series X and S does that and the backwards compatibility still there, great. Fucking great. Let's but, go. But let's get into the uh, <laughs> the next stuff. So, PlayStation 5, um, there's been a lot of stuff drop over the last week or so. Mate, um, so, the PlayStation's mad. So, the first thing that uh, are pissing off uh, the Japanese. Uh, so, in Japan, the circle button was confirmed, and the X button was like, go back, or no. And they are now going to have it our way. So X is yes, and zero is no. But why would you do that to them? Because, fuck it, they're standardising it, aren't they? Apparently they might have it in the options to change it back, but effort. 
It should be in the it should be in the accessibility options. Accessibility options. Can't Ooh. fucking English one. <laughs> but honestly, though, like, don't do that to them. That is so out. That is really out of order, right? Because do you remember we we've been complaining about switching from our Xboxes to our Switches? Yeah. Right. This is like ten times worse because it's the same controller, mm. and, and it's just a met like it's estimated like well, raging. ten million. Uh, Japanese people who play like PlayStation are going to be affected by this. Oh, they're going to be so confused. It's, it's, I know, yeah, mate. I'd be raging. I'd be rage quitting. If they didn't know there was an option, there's going to be so many fucked off people. Uh, why, is, why is my name got? Why is my game not playing? I keep. I'm pressing. I'm pressing circle. Pressing the button. Pressing yeah. the button. Yeah. But also, mm. uh, they're going to be really pissed off anyway because fuck me, the PS5 is a big bastard console. Have you seen it against the Xbox? Mate, I was dying. I was like, literally, everyone's like, mate, that's massive. (laughs) Have you seen the teardown video? (laughs) I've not seen that video, but fuck me. Fuck me, the guy is... It's it's, it's as big as his fucking chest. Yeah, the guy is not a small guy, and he physically (laughs) has to like move this console around. It looks like he's putting effort to move it around, so it's not... It's not like fucking um, lightweight or anything. I've seen people with like full-on Xbox uh, Series X prototypes that have been released into the wild, and they're like holding it in like one hand, and it's like, oh, this is cool. It's no bigger than an Xbox One X. Um, it's just look. Wild. Honestly, right? Everyone's always going mad about Sony and whatnot, but Microsoft are the better console because they are just more streamlined Mm. right every time xbox releases a console it is generally not very big Mm. right it's always much nicer than the sony always well right i think the ps5 is heatsink is about as big as a fucking xbox what makes me right but the thing is the playstation are like oh yeah we got all this tech we got all this tech but to run it, they've had to make this massive console. It looks Whereas Microsoft, awful. Microsoft have done the same, but they've done it better, which mm. is exactly what they did in the Xbox One X, right? Yeah. Because my Xbox One X never, ever emits the same amount of heat as Chris's PlayStation 4. Never, right? My Xbox One, the original one, never got as hot as Chris's PlayStation, right? If his PlayStation is on, we have to open the windows because his room gets so hot. <laughs> Literally, I feel like I'm dying. You don't need right? fucking central heating in winter then. You just fucking And everyone's like, the oh, the PlayStation's better. The PlayStation... No, it's not. It's the- not. Microsoft is the better technology because they are using computer technology in consoles. And computer Whereas Sony, Sony are using console technology in consoles, well, right? But PC is always better, mm. right? Because it is made to run efficiently and properly, whereas console is just made to run, right? So, okay, yeah, it might give the same output and the same result, but Microsoft always does it more streamlined and they do it better, right? And that's why I'm an Xbox girl. Mm. Because, don't get me wrong, I love the exclusives on PlayStation, right? I will always buy the PlayStation as well because they have the better exclusives. They just do, right? Um, but 
my Xbox is always my better console. See, I I started with the Sony PlayStation before I got an Xbox, obviously, and uh, I was not bothered about PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4. Yeah, some of the exclusives that come out for it, like Spider-Man, Last of Us, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, (coughs) stuff like that, they look amazing and they probably do play amazing, but I can't justify that kind of money on them. Um, But the PlayStation 5 looks ugly as fuck. I don't know how people think that thing looks cool. If you watch the, the, like, the, the video on it, this thing is like this big like A4 sheet paper wide stood up tall fucking thing. And even then, like the A4 sheet of paper isn't as wide or as big as this fucking console is. Uh, we joked about the other day that people are going to have to get an extension on their like TV cabinets just to fucking house this thing. Because it's just massive. It's a fucking chunk. The Xbox Series consoles easily fit in the footprint of an original Xbox One console. So you aren't going to like be, shit, where am I going to put this thing? You're just like, whip out your old Xbox, put the Series console in their place, done. And in fact, they're smaller than the uh, Xbox One um, original console. So it's going to have a smaller footprint, so it's going to have a better airflow. There have been people bitching and moaning about, oh, it's getting hot, the Xbox is getting hot, when you think it's really hot, and it's like, well, yeah, but that's them kicking the heat out. It's got this big fuck-off fan on it that's designed to cool every single piece of that hardware efficiently. So it's been told that it's really quiet, it does a lot of jobs, that it's just kicking out heat, getting rid of it, and it's great. It's, it's doing exactly what people want it to do. And then Sony are like, hey, come and have a look at our big fucking Wi-Fi root model. You can either have it stood up and, you know, never fit in a TV cabinet or remove your old fucking 1990s video and it might fit in the fucking space that you took that out of. Might fit. It's fucking huge. Like, my 32-inch TV, it would probably stand as tall as my 32-inch TV. That's it how... needs its own ecosystem. That's yeah. how big it is. It's fucking ridiculous. It's gaudy. It's horrible looking. I hate the the look of it. Now I've seen the actual physical guy tearing this thing apart to show you what it's like and how it runs and what it does. I now know why it took him so long to give it away. Like as the here's the actual console. Let's have a look at it. It's because it's such a fucking ugly thing. It's such a big, ugly, cumbersome fucking thing. They played it down on all of their uh, marketing because, yeah, you can put a rendering of it next to a rendering of a controller, but well, how far is that controller away from the console? It, it never, They never gave you a true sense of scale until this app that came out that did it, and then this guy with a teardown. This thing is a fucking monster. And like people who've actually had hands on with it have said that the fans are loud and really really like noisy and that, that Sony have actually had to go and deal with that um and when i watched the teardown of it the the memory from what i can tell i don't know if the xbox series has this um similar memory but the the terabyte memory ssd is several little chips that are welded, uh, not welded, um, soldered into the motherboard of the PS5 itself. And from what I could see, there was no expansion slot for future memory. So you buy that terabyte uh, PS5, 
unless they bring a way for you to have an external SSD attachment to that PS5, you are not upgrading the memory on that. Whereas, I mean, external drives are USB. There will be USB in the back. Well, there's USB and USB C. Can you run a Can you run a USB 3.0 SSD? Well, that, that's something they've not said or, or uh, i mean but you that. can right the thing is you can like i can get ssd to plug in the front of my computer yeah. and i've only got usb 3.0 the um the thing that makes me chuckle compared to the 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 ps5 and the xbox series is they have that uh solid state blade memory card thing yes it's fucking expensive but it's designed to work exactly like the internal memory that is already in the Xbox Series consoles, so it shouldn't have any loss in loading or resuming or doing whatever it does. Um, I mean, the PlayStation be... is going to have a load of accessories that come with it, and they will do a solid-state drive, right? Mm. They will do it. Like, um, there was, there's an official PlayStation um, external hard drive um, for the current PlayStation, so I don't see why they wouldn't do that again for the... the... The problem I've got with that, though, if you think about it, though, Lala, right? They've got this, oh, look at our design. Now we've got to stick all this monstrous shit on the outside to give you more memory space. Whereas Xbox is like, oh, it's just a slot in the back. Mate, that's just what they do, though, and, isn't it? Like, And people are going to be like, yeah, PlayStation is great. And it's like, really? They've not thought about anything. They didn't think about being able to change your name on PSN for like 12 years. Honestly, they just weren't ready, but they were trying to keep up with Microsoft. Yeah. That's why we've got what we've got. Uh, but that's how it is. That's how the market is, and it's whatever at this point. But yeah, my money is, is firmly Xbox, and I'm happy to be an Xbox fanboy. I don't give a shit about PlayStation. <laughs> they're, they're exclusive. Yeah, they're fine. Keep them. Yeah, I, if I want to play uh, Marvel's Spider-Man, I will probably end up getting it on PC when they eventually release it on there. Or when Microsoft buys Disney. And then we get it on our Xbox consoles and fuck the rest of For it. For God's sake, buys Disney Sharp. <laughs> it could happen. Uh, we, it could we, fucking happen. Uh, should we wrap up? So we're getting, uh, what, two and a half hours? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, um, as always, we ask for, if you want to leave us topics, inf- uh, suggestions, or add questions, you can talk to us at the following. <gasps> or give me ideas to, for this game guy. Yeah, so... Um, Lala, we'll get you out of the way first because I know you're itching to get off and get uh, the dog walked and get you know get yourself sorted out because you've got busy and days go tomorrow. to the bathroom. But so, my mum's in there. Yep. Yeah, so if people want to contact you to give you suggestions for uh, the present for the game guy or even just general topics or questions, how would they get hold of you? At Lala ninety on Twitter. Cool, uh, Dolph. How would we get hold of you? Uh, you can get either me or Star. Uh... At Dolphin Rapture, that's a big D at the start. Uh, nothing religious, nothing political, nothing racist. Basically, don't be a dick. Yep. Uh, Bobs, if, if people want to get hold of you for giving questions, how would they uh, go about slipping that to you? Uh, either Twitter or Instagram. I believe it is Rachie underscore Coop for both of them. Yeah, Any questions, right. feel free to ask. And. Um, um, yeah, and I am as always Lodge G nine eighty five wherever you find it. Uh, same rules as Dolph. Don't be a prick. Just you know, send us something that we can have a good laugh about, or um, get, give us some suggestions or question something we've we've come up about, and we'll have a constructive talk about it. 
uh, on the next podcast. And, and if Especially you want... if you are friends with or know who the Shedhead guy actually is. Yeah, oh, yeah, if, you, yeah. if you have information on the Shedhead guy, our way, please. Yeah. Um, also, if you are using the Anchor app, you can leave us a uh, voicemail. And we can then put, like sync it up and play it through the Discord, and you will be yeah. live, recorded live on here, um, on on the podcast after we've listened to it. So enjoy uh, the feeling that you could be part of our community. Um, but all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it here. Thank you for listening to Spawns in Pajamas podcast episode 65. I think yes. I was right. Uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you very much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.